This is Comic Shenanigans, Episode 20, Avengers vs. X-Men Wrap-Up Discussion, Part 2. Welcome to the show. This is Comic Shenanigans, episode number 20, the Avengers vs. X-Men uh, wrap-up discussion, part 2. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. Uh, the original recording of this episode was actually a, a long, it was very long, it was 3 hours and uh, 45 minutes, so we decided that uh, to make it a little bit easier on the listener, uh, we would actually end up splitting it in half, so this is part 2. Uh, so uh, myself, Adam Chapman, is on this episode. We also have my two special guests, Paul Scores and Nathan Strzok. Uh, as we join in progress, we're about to discuss, I believe, New Avengers number 25. Next issues that we have up is what? New Avengers? New Avengers. 25-26. No dinner table. No. It's interesting, I too. I, there's got to be one in there. <laughs> these, uh, this is much better in, in hindsight, because when this first yeah, happened... You'll enjoy these. When this first happened, I felt like, where does this take place? Why bother? Now that the whole thing has happened, it feels like it resonates more and has yes. more of an impact. But at the time of publication, I didn't... As much as it was pretty and had an interesting story, it didn't mean a oh, lot. It is pretty. Who drew that? See, that Diodato. Though. Yeah, you like this. I need you to pass that yes, over once absolutely. you're done yeah. flipping through it. Absolutely. So it, it basically is the story of, uh, well, no. It, it opens up the yin-yang op- uh, aspect of this the Kun Loon. You would like this a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was, this is totally up your alley. It's, yeah. it's some good stuff. It's got really good artwork. It's strong storytelling. Again, a lot of it, in retrospect, works a lot more now that I know where Mandarin happened. there? Like, Pope's learned Mandarin already? No, no, no. That's not Hope. Not Hope. Oh, is that her? Not Hope. So no, it, it's it's quite strong. Oh yeah, it's I mean, and it, it is kind of cool. I mean, I even like that um, Spider-Man refers to as the Karate Kid. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the Karate no Kid. This issue, you like Adam? We had talked about this off camera, yeah, or off podcast, I should say. Avengers number twenty-eight. Yep. This is uh, Rock's secret mission to try and so good take out Cyclops. I don't even like Simon's Art that much, and it works. Like, did you like this? Yeah. No, after you, after you told me, I, I ran home and read it, and it was good. It was much better than a head. Well, there's dinner table though. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Uh, Bendis and Avengers no, at this dinner table. First of all, how, how many people are they expecting to see here? <laughs> like, look at this shot, dude. Look how many people are in here. And this is not a very large dinner table. It's, this is standing room I'm sorry, only. I'm marveling at this art, and I love that they're, they're superposing the two avatars, the phoenix yeah. uh, mm. um, bird and the... the Iphys uh, dragon. Yeah. Iphys dragon. That's, but, uh, that's no, cool. I, I really enjoyed Avengers 28. Yeah, it's basically Red Hulk deciding he's going to assassinate Cyclops. And it's a... This is the best Red Hulk issue I've ever read. And I'm surprised it was Bendis who wrote it, because it doesn't even read like a Bendis book, because there's panels where there's no talking. And Bendis does not know how to do that normally. Oh, he did a lot of that in there. And I'll give him some credit. Yeah. When Malie would pull back and be like, Bendis, you know, Brian, just, yeah. just do some panels. This is a ninja moment. Ninjas don't talk. Yeah. But look at these pages of ninja dialogue. But this, this was the first time where I really felt that Red Hulk really was... Uh, General Ross, and he acted like a, a military genius. Like he's like, I'm, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna get it done. And then at the end, he knows that they're gonna win because at the end of the day, like they won't kill. And it's just oh, so good. But yet they do later. Yeah. Well, uh, can I well, ask a at this point, they don't kill. Yes. 
Can I ask a question related to this new Avengers issue 26? Yes. Is da Vinci, they're saying Da Vinci is alive in our world still? No, at that time. No, in the oh, past. this so is a flashback. But there's no like Da Vinci LMD or Da Vinci right now. No, no, no not there's at all. That kind of sucks. Well, we know, cool but we know he came back in the 1950s. Because he, he disappeared for five, 500 years, and then well, if you read S.H.I.E.L.D., he shows up again in the 1950s, I and then of, he shows up in I Super Warriors now. as well. Hmm? kind of might read that now. Which read what? That miniseries, the S.H.I.E.L.D. one. It's a really good book. If you read it with Secret Warriors, it fits better. And if you also read it with Fantastic Four. Well, I've already had Secret Warriors read, so I guess I can yeah. read it as a compendium. No, it's, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's not over yet, but it's pretty good. So yeah, Avengers 28. Some of Bendis' best work in the title. Yeah. And the best work on Red Hulk, and the Simonson art doesn't hurt me as much there, because Simonson is doing a really action-packed issue. So next issue up after Avengers. My apologies. So yeah. Sinister knows what your future holds. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, the Phoenix Five versus. Was it that many issues? Sinister, yes. Oh my yeah. god, I thought it was like a couple. Yeah. It was four? 15, 16, 17, uh, with, uh, with the prelude there with uh, 14. Yeah. God, I hate what they've done to Mr. Sinister. Yeah, they made... It, it's it such weird. trash. It was just weird. And then, again, they didn't add anything to the event. Um, well, we got Madeline Pryor, Pryor clones, big whoop-de-doo. Um, you, you got a little bit of Psylocke and Storm and Magneto, kind of their point of view, and maybe looking at Cyclops and what he's doing and... It's gonna go wrong soon. Fantastic! What's next? Right. So <laughs> it was bad. I didn't. I don't yeah, care for it. Wasn't it wasn't good. It's interesting. Guillen wasn't part of the writing coven on AVX, was he? He didn't write any of the issues. No. He's the main uh, Kieran Guillen or Gillen. He's the main writer Kieran on Uncanny X Men, yeah, and he doesn't cool. write any of AVX at all. Doesn't that seem weird? Aren't they all Avengers writers? Like you got Brubaker, who's well, written... um, Jason Aaron is writing X Men. Yeah, okay, I guess he's the only one. A fraction wrote... He, he did write, but he's and not re- currently... They all wrote X-Men. They're not currently writing X-Men, yeah. though. Like, they're former X-Men writers, but now they write more, like, Avengers-type okay. books. But again, again, wasted opportunities. There's different things you could have done with these books rather oh, yeah. than, than totally. stuff it with sinister garbage. Because right, already we're in round seven, right? Yeah. Like, you had so much failure tie-in stuff which explained different points of view, gave you character aspects, but now we're... It's in the, Three we're months in the of rush, sinister. Oh, man. Right? And now we're speaking right now. We're Plus, one thing you're seven. noticing as well is there's also a lot of double shipping, which yes. doesn't help. No. So you're getting extra books that don't add anything. No. I mean, Marvel is horrible for double shipping. Like, they do it all the time. Like, I feel like, uh, like this month, for example, Uncanny, X, uh, sorry, Uncanny Avengers just came out this week, past week, right? Yep. So did a, a new issue of Avengers, because <clears throat> Bendis has to tie up his own run. Yes. So Marvel now has already started, but now he has to end his stuff. And because there wasn't enough time for it, and they didn't plan for it appropriately, they're going to be double shipping Avengers what, this month and next month, just to finish. So basically making four months into two months, because they didn't plan at Marvel now enough. They, they should have known that this is going to be a whole new initiative. Oops, we didn't have enough time to... Yeah, why not start fresh the New Year's? Like, right? this month there's two issues of Iron Man because they have to end it so that next month they can start a new Iron Man. Yeah. So it's just they're killing people with double shipping. Sorry. That's a good point. Just, like, I don't, I don't, I don't mind because I don't buy as many comics anymore, so it's not as affecting mm. me as much. I buy four or five titles now, and I wait for trade and the rest, or I read them elsewhere. But if I was still buying all these... That becomes like twenty titles that are. I'm getting extra twenty bucks a month. Who can afford all that? Like right. this must have hurt their bottom line a little. Yeah, maybe. Especially if you're, <coughs> you're buying Avengers Academy and then throwing up afterwards. I just opened up issue seven. Yeah. I'm looking at more Coit Bell art. Yeah. And um, you know what Paul and I would have done? It was 1997. 
we would have made up overpower stats for these phoenixes. <laughs> Absolutely. They all would have any energy, though, so I don't know. How, I guess Emma would they, have they, They'd have to be a team card, and they'd have to have infinite energy. Yeah. No, Fleer would have made individual characters, because it could have made the all-new all different In my overpower, X-Men. you have both. Well, it's true, but I mean, remember when the all-new different X-Men came out, and it was like, we're going to give Zeos his own card, or we're going to have a... Great uh, really? Yeah, we're going to give them their own characters. I know, and then they put, like, the Acolytes, they don't give them their own characters, they're uh, all like a team. Um, if this was seven years ago, I'd be make Heroclix Styles. Do you think guys. that there will be Heroclix Styles in Wolverine and the X-Men? Yes. Next summer? Then there could be. There could be chases, though. Do you not think that they would have tried to time it with the release of... Sure, an AVX... No. Yeah. Like said, no. That's usually what they do. They did, when, <clears throat> when House of M was coming out, it was concurrent. Mm-hmm. When yeah. Secret Invasion was coming out, they released figures with that. Mm-hmm. I think they Maybe the especially ball. in box set of the five of them. Uh, yeah, a box mm-hmm. set would be interesting. Yeah. You know what? But they're doing Fear itself <clears throat> next summer as a special event, which is completely mm-hmm. behind. Yeah. Yes. But maybe and garbage. The, and gar- but, I know. But, are you ever... but there is a Wolverine the X-Men set. Maybe they'll tie that in. <sighs> That's, and, mm-hmm. uh, would you? Here's my next question then. Would you be interested in picking up clicks for Phoenix Cyclops and Phoenix? Because actually the costumes are... Kind of I cool. Like them. Yeah. I've actually uh, seen cosplay of mm. that Emma. Already? Uh, yeah, this summer, someone yeah. cosplayed like her. her. She actually looks like Emma, so it's pretty good. But I didn't, I'm like, which Emma costume is this? And then I read this this week, and I'm like, oh, I see. Uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, no, I feel like they're going to be chases if they do them. Would you, would you be interested to get them, then? Would you like to play them? I kind of, I would, this story, I kind of. Would. I would like to use the Cyclops mm. one. Yeah. I don't care about magic. No, magic super, but Namor, I really like Namor. I thought he acted like Namor. He did. Especially yeah, he Namor off, like, yeah. Red Hulk's Well, that arm. was the good part of it, that yeah. they did amp up certain aspects of their personality, so yeah. he became more of a, an impetuous hothead. Yeah. And so, who wrote what, this issue? Piotr became more of a Fraction. worrywart, because that's something that he comes, right? Like he... Sorry, who wrote it? Fraction. Oh. Yeah, Fraction. Okay. Fraction is mm. not the right writer to write something right after Hickman. Because Hickman no is a very is. after you read issue six, everything is a downhill from there. Okay, but Hickman is a cerebral writer, and he writes really good science fiction. He's just good. He's just a really good writer. He's my yes. favorite writer in comics now. Oh yeah, Fraction, definitely. Everything I write, I read from him, I'm just floored by. Like, he's really good. He's just a really good writer. He thinks things through. He has a lot of really interesting concepts that he throws in, and he's and able he's, to write characters. His dialogue is decent. Like he fairly uh, good dialogue. Like Mark Millar, I love his concept stuff, mm-hmm. but his, his dialogue mm-hmm. doesn't hold. Whereas up. Fraction. He's very bombastic, <laughs> and he's not the right guy to come after. Seems like he'd be a good like writer for TV, but not for comics. Yeah. So the main thrust of this mm. issue is what? well, you kind of get the rebuttal of that illustrated Utopia: The Avengers. Now the X Men came after them at Stark Tower, right? I see. This is another jump. This is another big jump. This is why issue six mm. feels so insular. Issue six feels like it's its own thing, and then we go, we move away from the macro ideas, the big mm. ideas, the cool world building stuff, and then we're now just back into the fighting. Yeah. And time has gone by, and they've already attacked the Avengers, mm-hmm. and they're on the run. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck happened? Is there any feeling well, for he, this one? I, I don't know. He, he had, no, because no? You have, we have no more Avengers, and they go right after them. So it does make sense, Colonel. But, the, but like, there's not even a fight? The next page is, oh, we took over their thing. That, that big, exciting fight where we mm-hmm. go after them is over. Okay, no, well, right here. where did the Avengers go? No, this is after the fact. They're already there, they're already there, and the Avengers have run away. And they're just pegging off one guys one at a time. No, and they're the, here. They're the big group. And then they, and then they run. Well, yeah, I'll... but it was like it was like a non-moment. It was just kind of I don't know. And then they had this whole underground mm-hmm. series of hiding and location and portal jumping well, after this. And, and Wakanda and Kunlun, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it's weird here that the Phoenix Five bring like Havoc and Polaris and Gambit and X Men and Warpath with them. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Exactly. That never makes you, sense. You have no, for fun. 
You're it would have been better if they made them stay Utopia and they're saying, you don't leave now. It's perfect, you don't yeah, have to leave. You're perfect. And then the experts are you're, going, wait a minute. Yeah, you're not soldiers anymore. We need you to, to get your hands dirty. Yeah. We'll take care of it. Absolutely. So I don't see the, the value of trying to bring and no one, and no one, I don't think any fan would be like, where the heck's Gambit? Like, I don't want to see what Gambit's doing. Well, Everyone I want to see what Gambit's doing after I got his ass kicked. People want to see these freaking Phoenix characters and want to see what's going to happen when they meet Wanda, right? They don't yeah. care what Cannibal is doing. This is a really bad mm-hmm. um, uh, drawing of Tony Stark because no. he looks like Wolverine. If Coypel drew something, then it's... No, no. Look, look at this. Tell me that's... <laughs> the, Tell me that's not Wolverine. I thought it was Wolverine first, too. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't help that he's, like, shaved his face. Yeah. He shaves his mustache in this, and mm-hmm. now he's just growing stubble out. That's why he looks more wolverine Yeah, but I think it doesn't help that Quint Bell okay, didn't fine. do his a lot. one hiccup in, like, seven years. Relax. But at least it shows here... I'm not saying he's a bad <laughs> artist. Maybe it was the inker. Fine, whatever. You're so protective of Koi Pell. I think I have a little bit too much fanboyism for him. Okay. I still haven't met him, and I still have his autograph. I kind of. Do you want to? He came to Toronto a little a few years ago. Do you, I do. Did he be able to comport yourself in his company? Well, you know, at the time I met Venice, I was a super fanboy for him, and now I've kind of don't care. But I was able to deal with it. Yeah. Well, so, hold on, hold on. Wow, I, I just too, found a Vision speaking. Scarlet Witch. Wow, look well, at that. He's there. Holy crap. Yeah, but then he where does he go? Uh, Havoc and Polaris punk him pretty good there. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. But and they shouldn't be able to punk a him. A super wasted opportunity yeah. to oh, have yeah. him confront his wife and be like, want to stop this. And like, hey, Vision, she's super powerful. And he'd be like, I'm talking to my wife. Like, every time I see Vision, I want to shut everybody up and be like, I'm talking to my wife. Like, it's so awkward when Vision comes. At least here you have the, the dynamic of Wanda versus the Phoenix Five, so and they're beautiful. holding their own, right? They barbecue poor Barton. Um, poor Hawkeye doesn't get much. And they kill him. Now, this is weird because they kill him, and you're like, fine. They just bring him back, they heal him. But as far as the Avengers are concerned, Barton's dead. Like, he just disappears, and then they put him in the prison? Yeah, but, but they never talk about it. Like, oh, kind of used to that happening. You murdered Barton. Yeah, I know. I'm like, well, how many times are they going to kill Hawkeye? But, I mean... Ben, this is probably like, it wasn't me this time. But they never yeah. bring it up. They never just go, like, you killed Clint. And then they go, yeah. no, no, he's healed. Don't worry. Yeah, they, yeah, and, and later on, we find him making out and cracking jokes with Spider-Woman at the tail end. It's garbage. Yeah, yeah it happens. Yeah, we'll get there. That's a real thing. Guys, <laughs> um, so, pizza ads are awesome. That makes me so hungry. <laughs> yeah, come relax a little. So, the same pizza ad in every issue in the I same know. place. Yeah, this this goes to a lot of stuff happens here really quick. I love when they have Wanda floating up with her her kind yeah. of cape around. It does her. remind you of uh, Disassemble a lot. It reminds me also of uh, Red Zone, where Coipel mm-hmm. gave her the hood. Yeah. I love when he draws her that way. She's got the little hood covering just her eyes, and then her cloak around her. She looks like a witch, yeah, like a would, sorceress. What would you do if you met Coipel? I just feel like you'd you just fall apart. I might kiss his hand. <laughs> Because that's where all the magic comes from. And then kiss both cheeks. <laughs> so, it's this is a pretty quick issue. I, I don't really know what happens in the issue, though, because I just read it, and for the most part, it's just kind of like getting from A to B. Like, it, yeah, we're going after them, and they're running, and it's not an even fight, because these guys are gods, and you're not, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, we also established clearly, we've been established before, that Wanda could hurt them. Yes. But this one now, we established that they're afraid of her. Yeah, exactly. They they know she's a threat, and they know that she's just neutralized. Because she represents right? the And here you have you know, Emma and Namor doing it in their, in their minds, and the betrayal there, to a certain extent. That was kind of interesting. I was kind of surprised by that, but at the same time, if they were more <coughs> They've been building it. Sure, right? The, the Phoenix is all about sensations. That's been established, right? So they kind of... Let their, their emotions yeah. get away from them. Now that then, shot of uh, you know flooding into uh, Wakanda um, is definitely a callback to uh, the nineteen what forties when uh, with the classic torch versus uh, yeah when he, more. Yeah. and also when he attacks again in the Jim Lee issues of Fantastic Four he yes, always he loves to invade the land so perfect yes. all right so that was what issue AVX round seven AVX round seven so the next issue that we have is what up next is versus oh, four boy. of six have you read this one. 
Or show it to me again. Uh, we have Psylocke and Daredevil. No, I didn't get that one. And though, Emma though. and Thor. Yeah, I kind of wanted the yeah, number four. I didn't see that one. Kari Andrews did the mm-hmm. Thor one. And Peterson looks like he does the art. Yeah. Good stuff on the. Remender writes it. Yeah, not. I really. like this one. I like the uh, the fight between the Psylocke and, and two, two ninjas, right? It doesn't really. What does it fall exactly? Like, why is it even happening? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, at the end of the day, that that's kind of the way I felt a lot about a lot of AVX. It didn't actually matter how most of this was happening. Yep. It just was happening. A lot of filler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Kari Andrews stuff was actually pretty good. I'm excited to have that pass over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go <laughs> to the next she, one. She, one of these slightly better versus issues, um, but. Yes, the the Thor versus Emma was cool, but I'm, uh, it, it continued the trend of Thor getting dumped on. Yeah, by everybody. But it was you know at least that one made sense. This was consistent too. <laughs> consistent that he got drunk. Yeah, at the least entire you know, time. Thor was out of his league here, and they showed it all the way through. It's not like he had any. But should he really have been that out of his league? Not necessarily. Now, usually a fight or a, a comic with Psylocke in it opens with a Psylocke crotch shot. Okay. That is a common thing to do ever so since we get Daredevil We get a Daredevil crotch shot in this one, which is... Daring. <laughs> That's one I of guess the words. Something, something for the ladies. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're really reading this. Uh, what's, uh, what's up next? New Avengers 29. Now, is this the Illuminati issue? This Illuminati issue, yes. Okay. This one was good. <clears throat> do you know what art? Yes. Man, I love Diodato. Yeah. This one's really cool. Cap determined, like, they show the history of him and Namor. This is the type of thing also that now that we have the reading chronology makes more sense. Because this came out after they'd already Absolutely. taken down Namor. Yeah. So it didn't really, it, it, it lost its dramatic heft. Mm. It didn't mean anything anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see them assemble these people, debate, should we bust out the gems yeah, this, no, right? th- that was I, yeah. Because why didn't it ever get mentioned anywhere else? Yeah, they have the Infinity Gems. Are we desperate enough to bust these oh, out? That would have been a very good conversation yeah. to have. Yeah, in the series, because there are tons of pages where they don't do anything. Yeah, I know, I agree. <clears throat> Plus, it has Xavier talking, and that becomes more important because he's about to die. So yes. it's interesting to hear him. And the fact that, like, where were the Fantastic Four in any of this? We had Thing, but no one else. Where was the Human Torch? Where was Invisible Woman? Where was Mr. Fantastic? Apparently, everyone else was complacent, and the Avengers were the only ones who were dicks enough trying to stop the world from becoming a peaceful. But but they would never. But they would never come. But they would never go to Reed. You know what would be very interesting? Reed would have gone with the Avengers anyways. Yeah, but but he was never there. I would have liked to have seen Reed stop a minute and go. You know what? This is actually what I was going to do anyway. Well, in here he kind of says he says like they're kind of doing good things. Like he's not jumping on their bandwagon. Reed is is like I'm going to try to solve all the world's problems. That's his that's his kind of goal for the going forward. And the X Men just go and solve all the world's problems. And he just I I think he would kind of turn against everyone and go, look, I'm just going to be the voice of reason here. If the world is peaceful, maybe it's not such a bad thing. Maybe he would side with Beast. It is always interesting having these Illuminati issues because I like them. Uh, are you going to buy the new book, Focusing on the Illuminati? No, no there is one, maybe. I wasn't oh, aware. it's uh, Hickman's writing it. Okay. It's uh, New Avengers. That's what New Avengers is going to be about now. Oh. It's about the it's the Illuminati. Oh. They're the main cast. Nice. I think there's two of them that aren't going to be in it as much, and I think Black Panther's going to be there as well. Uh, well, because he was kind of always on the periphery, like he could be. But I like the idea, Hickman writing the smartest people and the most powerful People from behind the scenes in the Marvel Universe could really has a lot of potential, so I'm interested to see where it goes. And I like that Cap's part of it now, and he's kind of getting his hands dirty in it, because he thinks that it was a horrible thing that they were together in the first place, and what does he do? He gathers them all together. Yeah. Not only does he join them, he also gets them all together, and I thought that was an interesting point 
of showing that the, the Avengers aren't all the heroes that were that supposed no, to be. No, well, but when he came to Commander Rogers, he wanted to know what was going on everywhere. So that was part of his yes. being the eunuch Fury at but the he, time to have that inside track. I right? agree, but he was so pissed off at Tony for even having the Illuminati. And he's mm. so righteous indignation that, like, how dare you do this? And now he's part of it. So I like that, you know, he's not perfect because now he's just as bad as the people he was railing against. And I like that Namor came <clears throat> and they had the talk. Oh, you, you just flipped through the Avengers versus... I just read the Thor-Emma uh, fight, and I really liked it. I thought that Kare, both writing and drawing it, brought a lot to it. Mm. Um, moments like where she just kind of says really dark but uh, descriptive things. This power inside of me tastes like fire. Things, Little things like that. I just that is mm. creepy, but also it's trying to describe something that is, is not undescribable. The f- not the first time we'll get mm. something like that, because some of the Uncanny issues, the later ones, were actually really good. Yes. Uh, so back to yeah. this. No, I, I really... <clears throat> this was good. And even having Namor here... Didn't feel yeah. as cheap as I thought it would. No, it was great. He actually came. Didn't no ruckus, no fight, nothing. So is this is the issue we're talking <clears throat> about, right, Adam? This, yeah. this is the, Adam, mm-hmm. the one I should try to borrow. Can I yes. can I borrow this mm-hmm. one, or you need to keep them together? We'll get through this first. You can borrow the stack if you want to do the whole thing. Right? Well, uh, just, if you can put that one aside, I just grab it. We'll get through it. Yeah, no, Thank you. It's, yeah, I think you'll like it. It it's not doesn't do everything that we wanted it to do, but it still at least is a part of the but discussion. Think, but you mentioned this, yeah. And the other one you mentioned, oh, was the Iron Fist one. So yeah. after, I'll grab yeah. those after. Next up, what we got? <clears throat> Next up is Avengers 29. <clears throat> Who now, does the art here? Still Simonson. Uh, he, he goes the rest of the way, I think, for the Avengers books. I do like that he's down. consistent. Like, he's not an art. Hmm? Consistently bad. Well, no, I like that he's able to do a monthly book. I mean, a lot of artists can't do monthly books anymore. So, like, well, John Romita is a good example of someone who can do a monthly book, but it takes a toll. Is, is that, you think, one of the reasons why they lowered the page count? In addition to cost? Not at all. I think they always, they, they this is pretty normal to have such a low page count. Like, oh, I mean, in general? Yeah, like why 22 they, to 20. No, it was a cost saving mm. measure. So here's a, a thing that's weird, actually, if you want to note this here. Everyone's doing it. <clears throat> Save that much. Hawkeye's here. Yeah. He's yes, dead. He is. He burned up and in prison. He shouldn't be here at all. Nope. He shouldn't be. That's right? just the editors missed that, I guess. I guess. Look at, look at the, look yeah, look at, at that. Smile. Look at that smile. Yeah. Face. Well, it's because he's looking at that. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's yeah. a bunch of. That's actually, considering it's Simon's in him, I'm surprised it's it like looks his, like that. Someone screwed that for him. <laughs> God. And sometimes artists don't even really read is the script the, all the way. Is this the mental just... one? No. Which one is this? I can't mm. remember. Or they just add characters into the background? This is when they're in this weird, like, uh, broken down spaceship yard, graveyard. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, they're, they're waiting to kind of trap the X-Men, I guess. Yeah, let's just skip this one. That's your Rachel? <laughs> yeah. This one doesn't matter. If it's got nothing, then let's move on. This doesn't so. mean anything. Nothing here means anything. It's another fight out of the blue. Um, I think it's it starts to see... You start to see the people who kind of turn on Logan and try and, and, and start turning back in his way. This is Avengers, too. It's, we, it's weird. Oh, yeah, I it's remember weird this. It's weird for Avengers book. It's weird this... Uh, and here's where Professor Xavier starts doing more. But, the but then he doesn't need to wipe everyone's memory that he was even there, so basically it doesn't matter. At all. Next. He, it's not that he should just be in panels. He should be talking to Cyclops. Mm. There should be a thing where he goes, look, if you're going down this path, you're going to end up just like me. And I'm a big disappointment to you. I'm not the father figure you thought I was. You're going to end up like me. You're doing it wrong. That sounds like too much of an intelligent story. Next up. Mm. We got two issues of Wolverine and the X-Men, 12 and 13. Mainly focuses on Gladiator coming to save his boy. Really enjoyed these. Yeah. They were, again, these were a way of doing a crossover that wasn't really that much of a crossover. Yeah. 
It was thematically tied in, but he was still doing his own story. Mm-hmm. The gladiator <clears throat> comes to Earth. That's awesome. Like I'm getting my boy. Like the yeah. Phoenix is here. This is stupid. So. I really enjoy that. And and then that one issue. I guess the issue after the one you're holding. Yep. The one that has the actual focus on Warbird and her history. So impactful. Like I like the character so much more now. Absolutely. I'm sad that kid, kid uh, gladiator's gone. That's not determined yet. So far. Thus far, he's not around. Yeah, I saw him was up on the spaceship. So you see more of Rachel's standpoint, how she had the Phoenix Force and she was able to control the portion she had for a while. So she believes that yeah, Cole has potential to do why so. Why wasn't there more of that? Like, Rachel had the Phoenix in her before. She's been Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Why not do that more? Why not talk about... Where's Corvus' sword? Oh, okay. oh, oh Remember absolutely. what... Absolutely. Do you I remember gonna, all that stuff when the, Phoenix, yeah. when the Phoenix Force was disappearing <clears throat> all over the Earth? And that was so cool. Did you just ask where Corvus' sword was? Yes. Where's Corvus? Uh, and his big I'm pretty sure Cloud sword, yeah. has it, actually. Yeah. Cloud Strike picked it <laughs> yeah. up on the way but, out. But, of... like, I remember when they actually took out the Phoenix Force, and that seemed like such mm. a cool... Maybe they're building this something, and it never really went anywhere. Mm-mm. This is what we got. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really digging this Nick Bradshaw guy. Like, I think his art is absolutely. Oh, I gotta take a look. If you're an artist, I want to see. Yeah, it's kind of Art Adams-ish. Like, look at this panel here. Uh, this panel of uh, Gladiator punching Colossus. Yeah, that looks I, a lot I like Art Adams. It looks a lot yeah, like Art it, Adams. It, yeah, no, he's well in Magnusy to me, I guess, to a certain extent. Oh well, yeah, it looks very clean art. Yeah, it's not I an like overabundance it. of I really lines. like it. It's real, you know, opposite of what Buckshallow does for this book. Well, it's crazy because he does. <laughs> Really smoke messed. some crack and then draw yeah. some crap. Uh, when you read the Marvel Comics The Untold Story, you'll be surprised by how much drug use that everyone at Marvel was doing. That was the 70s anyway, wasn't it? I know, but like... 60s and 70s? Starlin and... and well, Starlin does not surprise me. No. And, and Gerber um, and a few others. Any of the cosmic stuff with um, Doctor Strange. Like, yeah. I don't know if... Mm-hmm. Them talking about the trips they went on and like they would go weird places in New York and just totally flip out. And that's well, this this is the, part of the whole drug culture that inspired mm-hmm. a lot of the kids in the in university in the sixties and seventies. They thought Silver Surfer was the greatest, and Doctor Strange were the greatest because they were just kind yeah. of like books to get high on or, or, or <coughs> read when you were kind of tripping out. Yeah, I think the main takeaway from a lot of this is that Wolverine and the X Men has the best tie-ins. It does absolutely. There's only one week one that's coming up, but okay. um, yeah, if you're gonna buy the trade of any other book outside of AVX, Wolverine X Men for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a good, you know. It, I it's one of those. I, I feel like Jason Aaron has the uh, the same qualities mm-hmm. that Peter David has as a writer. He's able to tell his own story, but also be part of something. Peter's else. very good at that. Yeah, because Peter David is constantly, and he, I mean, he was writing the X Factor during the heyday of crossover, like yep. the big ones, where it was just we're doing a crossover. We don't know what's going on, but this is happening, and he was writing it anyway. Yep. And he's so good at telling what the story he needs to tell and still being part of this crossover. X Factor has been part of like the most recent incarnation. Has been part of so many different crossovers and weird things. Like Messiah Complex, two took two of his characters and threw them away into the future, and he made it work. So good, but no one else could do that like Peter David or like Jason Aaron, being able to make it all work and flow. What do you got there? A uh, Luke Cage so have... special? Is that what you're at? <laughs> it's a creepy Avenger, a new Avengers issue number twenty-eight. Um, which focuses on the captured Avengers of Spider-Woman, Hawkeye, who we just saw in the last issue of Avengers, yes. um, and Luke Cage. And this doesn't need continuity between mm. his two books. Uh, apparently not. Uh, so, also, aren't they really mm. supposed to be underneath a, a volcano? They get there. I guess there's this little interlude. I don't. I guess we could. I can maybe read here if there's any type of... Um, this actually isn't bad, Nate. This is about the idea that... You know, uh, Spider Woman, Cage, and them—they're mm. all imprisoned, and danger's taking care of them. And then they—they they try and do a breakout. So yeah, this is this is 
An aberration. So, Avengers 28, this issue is an aberration that should occur after Avengers number 27. Makes more sense after AVX number 7. Yeah. Where Hawkeye is captured. Lastly, it has to occur before AVX number 9, where Hawkeye is freed. Luke Cage, Hawkeye, and Spider-Man are prisoners of the X-Men. They attempt to break out, but are surprised when they are in a worse imprisonment there. So, they're in individual cells. They think they've broken out. But really, they're in a danger room simulator mm. made by danger in these, in these tubes this entire time. Oh, that's and, and they're reenacting their escape over and over and over It's very de- depressing, but well yeah. done. Because yeah. you think that they're getting it's free. Very, yeah, you're like it's that. very outer limits. Yeah. yeah, and at the very end, like you realize that... And mm. they, did, they, did they realize that it was just mm. a joke? Like, Doesn't she bring them out of it? She ran out for a second, yeah. What and then they? she puts them back in. Yeah. And they started all over again, this yeah, cycle. Exactly. So it kind of shows how far the X-Men are willing to go to capture these people and where they're going to put them. What were Danger's willing to do? Yeah, but see, is this Danger obeying Cyclops' orders or is Danger controlled by Unit still? Like, what well, because Bendis there? doesn't know who Unit is because yeah. no one talks to him, so... He's important. He's doing his own thing. Not. Next issue. AVX number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Wow, we're almost we two thirds done. It's been a long one. It, it is a long well, one. Well, we're dealing with seventy issues here. We've been planning through. Uh, are we the Kubert issues now? Uh, this the Attack is on Kubert. Yeah, yeah. The Attack on. Do you like Kubert's uh, work here? Not as strong as, but pretty good. <laughs> no, some of it. it's. It, it, it's pretty. It's good. This it's, isn't his best mm, issue. It's no. tough coming off of two fantastic Kuiper books. Uh, yeah, issues. But that aside, though, like look at that just by but itself. I, I did like the concept that this was going to move forward. One ruler's mm. attack on another ruler's country. This is kind of the, um, you know, this is Atlantis against mm. Wakanda. We've seen right. we uh, have Vision again. The ruler battle before, oh, but okay. there is. Man, I feel like I never saw him, but apparently I, he's been there the entire time. Him, right? I do really feel like... It's like where is Waldo? There he is. I feel like, yes, <laughs> the Phoenix crazy. Force is affecting Namor, so he's not really thinking clearly. But it was too easy to get him to do this. And I don't really know why Emma made him do it. Is it just her feeling the chaos in her? Mm, that she, A little bit. The crazy in her that she can't stop people from killing each other? I don't know why she tried well, this. But, but, <clears throat> a little bit, but Namor is also the type to go and... He just fly at the handle, I know. Yeah. But why did she push him? She knew he would do it. They're having this mental affair. They're just she's just pushing him. Yeah. Why? You know it'd be so hot if you killed Wakanda for me. And if she said that, I, I, would, I, would, tuna. I would take it. But she didn't <laughs> wow. say that. Wow. Thank you hey, for that all... mental. Oh, uh, I didn't like this panel with Red Hulk getting his what? His, his arm that. snap. That was great. Comeuppance. Well, you know what? You punch you out to in the face. That's what you're gonna get. Okay. <laughs> this is karma. Payback. Eh? I did like the panel layouts. It, it felt like there was a lot of mm. like. Coipel doesn't do as much of it. Coipel's stuff doesn't always have that same feeling of like big things are happening in like in terms of action. He does some really beautiful layouts, but there's a, a frantic pace to the way that he's less kinetic than Adam is. Yeah, yeah and, and that's important for an issue like this. This is all out war. This is better than actually Adam has been in a while. It's not some of Adam's best stuff. Like I still think Wolverine and Hulk are some of his best. But, yeah. Um, this is better than astonishing Wolverine Spider Man. Look, there's Vision yeah, that says holding Man, Wanda. Vision holding Wanda. Yeah. Totally missed that. Wow, crazy. But here you have like the entire barrage of Avengers playing its name were alone. Scarlet Witch finally intercedes. And they defeat him. I don't know why the, uh, the omnip- power. I would spreads. assume they're omniscient. Do they, don't they know when things are going on without having to be told them? These godlike phoenix things. Why would not. they come in and intervene? They, they well, yeah, when they, they go back, they first find out. Hey, uh, Cyclops asks Emma, "Hey, what's Namor doing out there?" Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so, well, okay. I'll, I'll but he, he's there. Myself. Oh, he's there. He's doing his thing. He seems to be holding his own. It's when he's close to being defeated is when they come to intercede. Right? They let him. They give him his 
I would say Cyclops does not agree with this. He doesn't agree with this, actually. No, he, he would intercede and say, I don't care if you're not failing. I care that well, you're doing this. Well, it says we're going this. to Wakanda now. By the time I get there, it's already... The they can teleport instantaneously. Well, they they get to the moon enough. in less than 10 hours <laughs> in a spaceship, and these guys can't, in, can't teleport. That being said, come on, look at the spaceships they have. They're Shi'ar ships. Fine, let's pretend. <laughs> I, I'm okay with them having science fiction travel yeah. almost instantaneously, but so why can't Cyclops go mm. super fast? Okay. Well, in any case, this is where they escape Wakanda. And oh, and this is the Xavier's first, like, uh, if you do anything else, I'm going to smack you down. This is yes. actually the first point where the Avengers start saying, okay, we're justified. Do you see? Do you see now? We've been fighting this war with them for weeks or for months. Mm. They've already cured all the ills in the world. They've taken care of AIDS and famine and hunger and, and power shortages. There are schools being built for everyone. Uh, people are getting education. They're being moving towards modernity. Yeah. We're, we're introduced this in the UN. Wakanda seems to actually be okay with it. Like they don't want to really yeah. stand out too much. And now, yeah. finally, they you know Namor just kind of loses it and attacks Wakanda yeah. because they keep fighting against them. And now they go, see, yeah. see. Sorry about the clapping. We were right all along. We pushed the phoenixes hard enough. We just kept fighting them. We kept sending Wanda against them. We kept attacking them. And now they're fighting back. Don't you see? Now they're bad guys. They killed people in Wakanda. And I'm like, guys, they just saved the lives of billions of people. They took away all the nukes. Mm. They saved people from starving. And they're teaching people to read. And you have a problem because a few hundred Wakandans got attacked in the mm. fallout from you pushing against these world saviors. I'm sorry, but they're not bad guys yet. No. They have still done mm. more for the world than anyone ever has. And if they mm. kill a few Wakandans and T'Challa doesn't like it, I'm sorry. But they never addressed that. They never... They never do. After issue six, as you <clears> mentioned, <throat> they never went back to the fact that they did good things. No. Nope. And those, the good things are still going as far as we know. Yeah. But, but in, their the eyes, in their eyes, according to Logan, according to Hank, and according to anyone else, they know that the Phoenix force is bad news. It's all good now. Well, but good thing they keep pushing them and agitating them, and that's good. Like, Which is yeah. exactly what happened in the first place with Gene. It was all good until who she was pushed by Mastermind. It only became bad after Mastermind. And yet, it's not like they... I don't know. I just think that this is an interesting moment, because it's not as cut and dry. They're trying the same thing again. Squadron Supreme, right? Where it seems like they're going to do it to be fine. It's altruistic. Nothing bad can come of this. But too much power corrupts absolutely and all that jargon. I just feel like they, they get so righteous and hoity-toity at this point. They're like, see? Finally, we made them attack Wakanda, and it's proved it. Their weakest, the most crazy member, Lamore, had an attack, and that's, it doesn't change the fact that women now can go to school in Afghanistan, and opium has been just dissolved, and there's no more like skin trade and, and sexual you know, um, uh, abuse, of, like women in the, in the sex trade, and uh, you know, apparently narcotics in general have been... you know taken away, no one has weapons anymore, and nukes are gone. Like, all of the good in the world mm. I think justifies this. An interesting right, thing... Who holds them accountable? Right? These well, gods have decided, this is what we're going to do this dictatorship they've now decided to do. Is it a dictatorship, though? As far as we know, the UN is still meeting, and countries can still do what they want. It's just like, now you have free energy. So now all those issues you had with people not having free energy or access to clean water, you have it now. We're giving it to you for free. You know, but and it's on their terms. And it, that that is the one problem, problem. that yeah. is discussed once, where yeah. it says if it doesn't cost anything, right? It's just these are free gifts. We're not earning them. Yeah. They have no value to the human race. Deal with that then. Talk about it like that. Deal with it like a philosophical point of view and go like, look. Ultimately, this is unsustainable because you can give us all the free stuff you want, but man, it, the nature of man, we will always turn against each other, and we'll always see. You know, thank you for the free water, but they seem to have better land than we do, and so. That would be neat to see the nations of the earth start like invading other countries, regardless of all the peace that's been brought to them. And the phoenix, is ha the phoenix, which has a consciousness, starts going, 
maybe I can't make them. Maybe I can't make them be pure. Maybe I can't. Maybe the only solution then is to wipe them out. Okay, maybe that would be neat to see, you know, the true bitter nature of humankind drive the phoenix to madness. But this is just kind of the inevitable same story. It still doesn't change the fact that everyone is ultimately happy, except for a few flooded Wakandans. I sound really callous about the Wakanda. Interesting point. I'm also pretty bitter, though, that Wakanda, this super technologically advanced society and country in the heart of Africa, surrounded by Rwanda and all these other like horrible situations, and Darfur, the starving, and genocide. Yeah. And Wakanda, as an entity, never seems to do anything with this technology. No, they're very seclusive. Yeah, they don't go and help anybody. There's no foreign aid, really, to speak of. No. Um, and so it takes Phoenixes to step in yeah. and, and change all that and try to heal this land. And then what does T'Challa do? Gets all pissy about it? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I do like that one moment, though, in issue six, again, because Hickman's awesome, where they say, we're going to attack them, mm-hmm. we're going to go get hope out, and T'Challa says, not me. I'm head of state. I cannot be seen invading a sovereign, of, yeah. um, uh, sovereign soil. That was very nice. Yeah. But after that, he just kind of acts like a dick, and then gets the thing I want to mention him. is that, and it's not mentioned in any of these tie-ins, because it, it wouldn't be, but in recent issues of Fantastic yeah, Four... In recent issues of Fantastic Four, the FF had traveled to Wakanda, and then Reed and uh, Black Panther communed together with the Panther gods, and the, and Panther was reimbued with the power of the Panther because he did who he hadn't been for a while. It was his sister who had the, had the mantle, and he had he received this vision of what was going to, and he saw the destruction of Wakanda coming. And this is before it happened. Interesting. And and it was very vague how it was going to happen, but we they saw the Phoenix in this vision and he saw the destruction of his home world and they, he had to become the Black Panther again to help protect against his land because a great disaster was well, coming. Well, this is Fantastic Four. Yeah, by Hickman. See, there it is. So it was an interesting and, and even that issue just him going with Reed to talk to the Panther Gods was interesting just because he, he reaches out to Reed and says, like, I need your help. There's something going on, something I have to do. I also do like how he talks about, um, I think this is issue six still, I think it's still Hickman, where um, they're talking about the science of it all. I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. And he yeah. says, look, I eat a magic root that gives me panther powers, but I live in the most technologically advanced ra- uh, city in the world. So there's a place for both, mysticism and, and technology. Right. They're kind of the same un- yeah. same coin. Um, all of those things just would be better, I think, if they gave Hickman this project. And let him organize the tie-ins. Let him organize things like that. Like, obviously give him help. You yeah. have to write everything. No. You have him write the main series. Mm. This would be vastly improved. And feel less of a, of a scatterbrained. Uh, well, it's because they had so many writers doesn't help. No, and why did they need to do that? They, for the years, they've only had one writer handle it. For they, all the other major events, it's been one guy. I understand. as a way to just split... It's a 12-issue thing. Spread out the workload. Because most events are eight issues. Six to eight. Six to yeah, eight, eight was eight, was it? Yeah, it would have made sense that, to have them all work on it for plotting purposes. Sure, no, but have it together, all scripted yes. by one person, one voice, yes. yeah. and then Hickman can add little things that he did in six. Like the, there's enough of a difference between the writers, the scripts, that it's very noticeable. At least it was yeah. to me. Well, plus, guess, plus, it is the, yeah, it is the quiet yeah. issue too, right? Because everything else is like the first five issues are build up, build up, build up, and then punching. And then you get issue six, which is slowing it down. It's a status quo change. But even there's a fight at the end when they invade, and then they label them as terrorists. Yeah, it's it's just fight. like, there was more about that fight. There was just it, was it felt like it had more of a consequence. Because as a result, now Cyclops can say, Sea World, the whole world's watching. Mm. We are your saviors. You love us. We're giving you all this great stuff. And some terrorists just terrorized our, our city and stole someone. And the rest of the world goes, yeah, okay. So that was a terrible move on the Avengers' part. Mm. But I don't feel like they even, the writers who follow... Um, give enough of a consequence to that. It has an immediate consequence, uh, calling them, labeling them terrorists. But you don't see any issues afterwards where, like, the people of the Earth and governments of the Earth are saying, "Look, Avengers, we really like you to calm down. 
Mm. Uh, I know you guys are in hiding right now. We're putting this broadcast out there. People of Great Britain and our allies of the Commonwealth, we're really concerned that you're, you're, you know, you've gone the wrong way. We have a mandate against terrorism, as do the United States and a lot of other countries. They have you know, against any yeah. kind of terrorist activities. We're now also labeling you terrorists. The same yes, way there was no front line. A front line would have been needed yeah, to kind of see, but to put pressure on them. And then in the UN, they're like, like Wakanda, we're putting pressure on you now because T'Challa, we know that yeah. you're on their side, and we need you to like make a change or issue a policy statement to that effect that you also label the Avengers as terrorists. And he goes, No, I won't do it. And they go, Well, if you're not going to do that, then we need to, you know, we're going to have to say sorry, but we're going to start mobilizing yeah. efforts against the Avengers. Can you imagine Captain America running with a shield to attack an X Man, and then like an American soldier steps in front of him? It says, Cap, you need to stop, you know, we just got issue, ordered issues to take out this terrorist activity. That would have been nice. That would have been crazy awesome. Very different event. And then, yeah, well, if Hickman wrote it, it I'm, not tr- like, I'm not trying to stop it. I appreciate that. Just, we're also running extremely late. Or even better, if Afghani soldier stuck in front of him, who is now armed and mobilized with, a, with relevant training and equipment because they've, because they've yeah. been given more resources, and an Afghani steps in front and says, Cap, you have to stop. This isn't right. You're terrorizing people. And he gets like flashbacks to Civil War where he was also labeled a terrorist yeah. and he had to stop fighting. And it'd be this moral conflict. Madness. Oh. What do you got next? New Avengers 27. This is continuing with the uh, Kun Lun uh, theme. Okay. Um, and then we establish that uh, Hope will be trained by Spider Man because he's a missing link. She sees, you know, the spider. Wait, what? what? I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to read the whole thing. Do I? Yes. Yeah, no, it, it does mean something. Yeah. Oh gosh! Because yeah. isn't there like some sort of sign that the spider has to train? Exactly, they that? have the the water. But that isn't even like discussed because they talk about what's his name, the actual trainer guy from Kun Lun is going to train her, and it shows Spider Man talking to her in the main series. But yeah, he's training her. Well, that's what, kind yeah. of what that's supposed to be. He, he swings away and says, "Wax on, wax off, grasshopper," and leaves. <laughs> like, yeah, well, they they evolved into more into here. So, so they're bringing another avatar in. They already have the Phoenix Warbird, and now they have the. Dragon, and then they're introducing the spider and saying, "Well, the spider well, no. is the missing link." Well, yeah, it says the spider. Oh my god! Well, that was interesting. So the missing link between phoenixes and the dragons are spiders, apparently. Yeah, apparently, yes. How I Honestly, it was a good issue. Is it? it was by Diodato, right? Yeah, yeah. Diodato. Yeah. Yeah, she get that yeah. tonight. He might like you it. You know the whole, you know the whole thing. You know, apparently, I'm going to be borrowing a lot of these new yeah. issues because some of them are are pretty good. Like as much as we make fun of the titans, we'll stack okay. Some of them were quite good. Just don't touch on Tammy X Men because it's awful. Yeah, and legacy apparently. The legacy is just uh, crap. Right. Well, well, actually, yeah. not, not not necessarily. Okay, well, here, here we go. <laughs> Avengers Academy. 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 We got legacy two sixty nine two seventy is next. Um, this gives you the Rogue versus Miss Marvel stuff yeah. that people wanted to see. Is that any good? Right. You know what? It's not bad, but then it ends very I love, suddenly. I don't know why, but I still love Rogue. And so. then you get yeah. three issues of Rogue on an alien planet for no reason. It's so, like it's like I can't. It's like I get beaten by my spouse, and I keep going back to them. <laughs> And it's like my love of Rogue. I keep going back to loving reading her, but I don't know why. So again, here you have the weird thing of Rogue and Iceman leaving Wolverine's side, going more to the, the Phoenix Five side, mm. uh, believing in what they are doing in terms of saving the world. They're they're on board with this. That right? sounds good. So so they're cool with that. Well, it starts off great, right? So they're doing her thing. Then Miss Marvel shows up, and a Rogue reacts, thinking that she's here to to stop it and cause. Is there a penalty anymore when Rogue borrows powers? I, I don't know. Because it looks like she just took Iceman's powers. So usually knocks yeah. them out. No, no. I, I, well, she can control, control them. Now, so I guess yeah. she can. But they, uh, there's no adverse effects on the target. I think not unless she wills so. it. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, if she's like, I want to, I want to, I want to. Well, whatever. Rogue, you know, I know. Yeah, fine. Okay. So her and Thrall have a good fight. That she mimics her powers, and they pretty much go at it. Uh, so physically fighting, right? Well, Rogue has a lot of experience way. using those powers, since she kind of had them longer than yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Ev- eventually, magic steps in after uh, Rogue immobilizes uh, Miss Marvel, uh, and then threatens to, and then pretty much tosses her in this prison volcano, which mm. we uh, see for the first time. Yeah. Uh, in here. And Rogue is like. Well, wait a minute. What's what's going on here? Why? So that's you... Rogue's first big clue that she's on the wrong side. Yeah. But then she's going to be transported to an alien Is planet. Is she being soon. teleported into lava? Just so no, she may. Um, but it is it magic is, brought. It is hell, though, right? Magic brought hell. Yeah, that's the matter. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, these weren't bad. They just didn't necessarily matter. Um, so yeah, this again. This keeps with Rogue. She kind of sneaks in and, and looks like one of the mutants and tries to save uh, Ms. Marvel. Is that Dotson or Eminem? Uh It's neither. Yeah. Baldion, or Baldion. So and you and you see her struggling with yeah, not, I not want having pizza. The, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the powers that she used to have, right? Only being able to steal one one at a time. At one point, she's almost powerless, and she's trying to run in here and save. Uh, I do like that one. idea that she can be powerless. That is an interesting idea. I would like to see yeah. more of that. And the magic steps in again. Can read the so what, what, what dictates a power? Like Adam's cat? Could she touch up <laughs> like be a cat power? Or what does a power mean? Like is it only? It's not only mutants, right? Because she can borrow from Carol. Superhuman power. It's I any guess. kind of any. Super, any or kind of can power, it just yeah. be like Paul's really smart guy? And she's I don't know. She does absorb personalities and things too. This is so, the wrong time for me to ask yeah, this yeah. question. But then, yeah, at the end of it, for some reason, well, ask says, on another podcast when we're trying to pad out time. Yeah, <laughs> we never have a problem. With that no, yet. we don't. So, Magic is pissed and at Rogue for trying to step in, and she teleports Rogue and takes her off the grid for AVX and throws her on this alien planet at the end of the arc for like three or four issues, and they're not that good. Oh yeah, because yeah. she comes back in AVX. So I wondered. Yeah, she comes back just in time for twelve. So she comes back, and is that Wheatfield? And it's like, please help me. It was yeah. weird. So I, again, yeah. I don't know why they, they threw away Rogue and took her off the map. When they're like, mapping themselves, it's not like she's that powerful. <laughs> but she could be like she like, potentially she could be, be, but she's not ever given the chance. Remember to Age anymore. of X when she was uh, what's her name? Uh, just stop. Legacy? No, uh, I don't. No one cares. Age of X, my uh, ass. All right. So here, here's the weakest Wolverine X Men tie-in number fourteen. Don't open it then. Kitty's don't hot open, just not no, even I gotta show you. It. I gotta oh. show you. I don't want to watch. I gotta this. show you. And I don't even think I read this because it just art. looks so stupid. So there, he parts the sea and has a seafood dinner with Kitty. Well, she's and, Jewish, so and, that's pretty cool. And as far as, one of Moses. And as far as he's concerned... What does he say there? Everything is hunky-dory. Just like old yeah. times. Uh, oh, it's like old times. I don't think that's like old times. I was hoping no, no, not quite, yeah. yeah Plus, an issue or two later, though, she's totally making plans that date Iceman. So, it's alright. <laughs> she moves on. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like this. I didn't find it that good. No, I it was disappointing. Considering how well everything else is going to, uh, with this. Just, all right, it's so the next issue. Yeah. Come on. I, I apologize. It's okay. No, no. We gotta, we're got we at, what, two hours and 40 minutes? I mean, Frankly. someone's been listening basically like five different treadmills. They, they could stop and have a snack and come back. So <laughs> I'm hoping they're on the treadmill not having boom, a snack. Boom, boom, one after another. Really quick here with the round. So here's... We've, we've touched on this already a little bit with Spider-Man going up against... Apparently magic. he has the most impressive durability of any yeah, super really work Big for me. problem for me. When did this happen? I want to see this. Oh, the defeat right? of Thor? The defeat of Thor Just by the hand happens. of, of, of uh, Colossus. This is a big problem for you? Yes. When, I want to see this. I want to see this battle and I, this fight. Given all the fights we did see, you're right. And you already saw my... Emma take him on, on one-on-one, so this isn't like... 
I'm no surprised cares. he was defeated, but I want to see this fight. Why, uh, you give me everything else. You give me all kinds of garbage I want to see. I don't see. think that Adam Kubert Cooper would have been able to do it a good, as good of a job as Carrie Anders did. So I'm, oh, not, I'm not really worried. I, would, I like that one shot, though. It is, it's very dynamic. Like, if you're only going to give us one shot of them fighting, that's a good one. All we need but to know is that Thor's the out there, happen? and that in this, in this event of him being out there, he just got caught. Yeah, I know. It does seem like a big character. Like, considering how important and big a character Thor is, not he's, this he's been a non-factor the entire time. Well, yeah. no one's a factor in this story, except for Wanda. And Cap. Cap's not a factor at he's, all. He's leading he things, though. If, they, if he got captured, it wouldn't matter. Tony no. would step up. It doesn't matter. Tony's, Tony's busy, Tony's, the Tony's yeah, busy looking like Logan. Check him up in the yeah. lab and make him do stuff. Well, then t- someone can step in. I'm just saying, like, Cap doesn't... There's no shield throwing that's going to mount anything any more than a, a hammer throw no. in this story. So, no. Cap's trying to throw him in the volcano. You know, here's where the... You know, here's where Emma melts the guy's brain at the dinner table. I didn't care That's for kind that. of an interesting moment. I didn't care for it, though. That was in character for Emma, though. It, it, was, it was. It just didn't think it was necessary. It was through this, this, this twist for her. Well, this is, this is where she breaks, right? Like, this is where it's established that Namor broke, and this is Emma's breaking point. I suppose. That makes sense. I just didn't care. So then they break into this, this prison, this hell on earth. Where, the art's nice. Um, I mean, they, I don't care a lot for some of the story beats in this at this point, but... The art's beautiful. Just wait to get back to Clay Bell and watch what happens. <laughs> Man, so I'm, I'm curious your why they chose Spider-Man no, here to, to do this, right? You just want a book by Hickman and Clay Bell. Would you just go nuts? Oh, wow. Could you imagine? I can't imagine. It would be nice. That's why, I mean, this. I haven't decided whether I'm going to buy the Trade of ABX. I probably will. Um, just because issue six, that's the one that, one issue has made me want to buy it. That's good. Like, it, but is it? Because I probably won't read anything, but it's just, you, it, by itself, issue six. Why buy that issue? It costs you like, what, four or five dollars no, instead of 21. Story. 21 bucks. I might get it just so Amber can read it. I'm going to get the hardcover. I think I'm... Is it hardcover worthy? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even have you the, the hardcover for House of M, and I love House of M. I kind of think I want to. Well, the thing about the hardcover is you get, I mean, I already have the Infinites, but... Infinite's come with it. Uh, we kind of missed that too. Infinite uh, Avengers Infinite number six. I don't. You haven't read it. Oh, a handful of dust. Yeah. A handful of dust is, an, is a brilliant story. It's basically Cyclops going to the moon and then creating out of moon dust a version of Jean Grey and talking to her and through his like his godhood and coming to grips with it. And the who idea. Wrote that? Uh, who did write that? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> it's the idea of perspective I'll and. And 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 remembering who he is and not losing sight of that, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, but you're on the moon, just talking to a handful of dust." That would sound like an amazing that I put into this book rather than another issue of them oh, walloping Thor. Honestly, I think it was better. I mean, it came out at the same time as issue six, and I almost felt it was better, not because of I didn't like Hickman, but just it felt such a personal story and it's such a strong, well, strong I mean, vision. We talked about issue seven, and it was just kind of a getting. I don't know what they did in seven. It's like a, run, a lot of running around. What if after six they let off with, with that story? That would have been cool. Yeah, it was very introspective, and it was as an infinite comic, it, it flowed really well. If you read it on like a, because there's other places where you can just get the static images, but they don't work as well as. I hope it doesn't sound like I don't want any fighting in the book. I just want there to be a panel or a page here and there where they just kind of establish motive and you know loss and. And yeah. concern and a reason for a lot of things. What I liked also with the Avengers Infinite issue is oh, Mark Wade wrote it. Mark Wade and Eve Bigwell they co-plotted and did, and then Carlo Barbieri or Barbieri. Just it was one of my favorite issues in the entire event. Mm-hmm. Bar none. It was just such a impactful like this is Scott Summers and and especially now that what's happened with the rest of it I think I want to go back and read it again because I do like it was and plus the big thing that almost no one mentioned ever was that 
well, his connection with the Phoenix Force, like the fact that Gene mm-hmm. died. Yeah, and well, they mentioned it a few times. Last not time a, this happened, it was Gene. Right? Not enough though. And they were like, "Your dead wife." He's still talking about my dead wife. Like that, you always. Yeah. Like, that's how they, they it, start. It the just fight. felt like more like any references to Gene Gray. Half the time were coming from Wolverine instead of Cyclops, mm. and Cyclops is the one who should have the most, most connection, personal right? connection. I did like in the final issue or the second last issue when he died. Dies when he's about to die, or when he sees her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did he see her though, or was that just? Well, that's he... good. They leave the ambiguity there. I know. I really like that. Yeah, that would have been a well, great he connection. Whispers to her when he's out in the wall of the light, right? That those yeah. will all be great connections to this issue of him on the moon. And if they had included it in the main series, it would have been like a little kind of a connection between the yeah. issues and the yeah, cycle. I think for sure that should have been in the main book somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean it was. <clears throat> it doesn't. It doesn't. It, what also made it really good is that it was the best infinite comic of them because the whole idea is that you're kind of it's kind of melding together static images, but having. There's more, uh, it almost feels more like you're watching something on TV. Like, it, there's a flow to well, it. Well, good comics do. And, but, but, mm-hmm. but it's different because it's the way that you, they're doing what you can't do in a regular comic where they can have the, the same the image but just having the changing the, the dialogue. But in a, I can't, I'm not verbalizing it well, but it just flows so well. Mm-hmm. So it, and it just was the best expression of what infinite comics could be if they're done right. The first one we saw wasn't that special with Nova although it was at least experimenting with what them. are Infinite Comics? Infinite Comics are a downloadable comic that works through the app a Marvel Comics app on so mobile devices kind of there's animations kinda. in them very slight <clears throat> it's, it's, yeah. more, it's more um, it's almost like, you know how like when you used to play the old uh, PC game Mist there wasn't really any animations but things yeah. moved but it wasn't like animation in the truest sense it's kind of yeah, like it's that backgrounds. it's kind of like that Okay. It's not like a motion comic like Astonishing X-Men and, and okay. Extremis. Not quite that. Yeah. But what, are these psychic knives that Xavier's branding? Is that what those are? Yeah, apparently. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he can do that, that now. Whatever. Well, right. if Storm can shoot, out, <clears throat> shoot lightning out of her fingers. I didn't feel that this was a particularly strong no. uh, issue. I, I don't know why they chose Spider-Man to take no, this. No, I don't understand either. If they had an invulnerable character... Trying to push them, Thor could have done Thor, this. Exactly, he yeah. could have. He's yeah. smart enough to do that. Use like, the tactic. He got he got beat at the beginning. Yep. Gets freed and gets his attempted payback here. And it would also make more sense why two phoenixes need to deal with one person rather than going after everybody mm. else. Yeah, yeah. That but was the idea stupid. here is that they're they're also trying to push the idea that you know Hope has to to believe that Spider Man is mm. teaching her something for a reason. So you have Spider Man kind of give it all. It doesn't have to be Spidey. I know it doesn't have to be, but of course it has to be. He's the marquee character. One of the marquee Wolverine characters. is a marquee character. Well, with his wit, he's able to turn against each other. and they. Uh, yeah, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. Did we even see that, really? Isn't it just kind of more mentioned? And... They kind of argue a little bit. And then he wakes up and they're all out. Yeah. And then the Phoenix power's gone. That was really cheap. Really weird. The way that they depowered uh, Magic and uh, Colossus. Oh, when they beat the crap out of each other? It's practically yeah. off-panel. Like, and was, another yeah. problem is they, was defeat, an they defeated Namor. What happened to him? And if he'd imagine classes, what happened to him? Yeah, yeah they don't establish that either. That's not important. It's important about the next fight. Come on. People Round should, 10. People mm. in the world should be like saying, stop this, you're killing our saviors, these are our angels, mm. they've done so much for us, they should be having like protests and rallies and they, like... Man, Nate, you make too much sense. There, there should be actual like cult leaders yeah. who worship these gods or worship these angels who are like just going nuts about it and saying like, we've got to stop them. Like, yeah. and, I don't know. Next up, mm. what do we got? All right, <clears throat> round ten, right after, boom, boom, Good. dang. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is going. Um, so here, too, too much Avengers versus X Men for too you. Too much, too much. So what do we got? Um, so here, Cyclops shows up at the end of number nine. 
Oh my god, you're really, you have lost this Excuse power me, of that's speech. Better. Oh look, you're a superhero is coming. Watch out, that's dripping water on your issues. We all have issues. Yeah, it's true. My apologies. Did you like this issue, issue 10? We could talk about it. Here's where things start to like really get rushed, I feel. Hmm. And as a series, it's just Q-Bird again, right? to the end. Yeah, it's Q-Bird again. He has a few issues. Right? <laughs> Surprise I like, me. I really enjoyed his art. He usually comes in and goes out really quick. So here we have Emma reading the minds of the various Didn't X-Men and, and trying to get their stance on. You know, Cyclops is... Cubert does a sexy Magneto. Uh, just sex everybody, I think. He does. Yeah. I don't like his handling on Hope again. Hope is... Too old? Drawn weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, the, the dragon. dragon right? Well, it works for the whole Kunlun thing. It's I suppose, fun. yeah. Like dragon against Cyclops. Right. You know, and, and Hope starts to, to stand up and, and, and take on her destiny. You know. Remember, okay. Her cosmic fist? Yeah. Remember, this is a podcast. You have to talk about what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. Um, so, you know, she's this telling... This is the worst audio commentary ever! <laughs> she'll tell Dad to go away, and then Pat punches her with a big cosmic fist. A lot fist. of that go... I always so. think they overdo the go away. The no more and the go away. Yeah. A oh, lot of yeah. just dismissal lines. And Cyclops wakes up on the moon. Yeah, and they watch you. There he is watching. With a bruise on his face. Such a little voyeur. Yeah. <laughs> I like how basically Cyclops looking up a skirt. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Sam. So here they realize that what? they it's have... Hair? And you saw it. I did see it. Okay, the Avengers realize they have their weapon to defeat yeah. Phoenix Five with Wanda and with Hope now. They realize they have a way to do it. Yeah, and... All right, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, but... No, no, it was kind of filler. This is kind of an unremarkable yeah. Magneto issue. could have been doing more. Magneto should have absolutely been doing more. Like, he's such a non-entity. He used to be the last messiah of the, of the mutant race. Yeah. He was... Everything. The acolytes looked up to him as a god. Oh. He was supposed to salvation to the, human, the mutant Wolverine race. Wolverine and the X-Men 16. This was an oddly... Again, when this was published, yeah. this felt awkward. Yes. It just felt like a very out of place, like, where did they have time to do this? And to, it, it was one of the issues that they do where it's like, you know, the last night before the big fight. I liked the issue... But it just felt like it didn't exist anywhere. Brew is my standout favorite character of the year until he was un- unfairly shot in the head. God damn it. Sorry. I'm Brew is one of the most adorable yet enjoyable characters I've ever read. He is just, I don't know, something about him. I, we gotta, I, I'm, t- I'm dying to talk about the end here. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Right. What issue are we up to uh, now? Sorry, then we follow up with oh, that, yeah. that good issue. Then we had a, a bit of a, a misstep with, with 16, where we go back to the Hellfire Club that Aaron established way back in the Don't schism care. there. Don't care. Um, and, you know, here the, the Phoenix Five come in and they stop Cade because he's trying to sell Sentinels. That's right, you know? and there's still the Phoenix Five. So this felt, this is, yeah, this is the misstep. Yeah. Part of it's due to the publishing time. Absolutely. If this had been published earlier, maybe this had, wouldn't have felt so odd and out of place. But as it is, it's so. just like, we're already at the point where there's only the Phoenix 2. So, so why are we doing a Phoenix sim- 5 story? So similar to the Frenzy story, they decided to focus this on Cade and his past and how, how he's become this powerful leader. Kate Kilgore? Kate Kilgore, How he's become this powerful leader of the Hellfire Club. I don't care about the character. I don't care about his version of the Hellfire Club That's all. That's fine. If you do or don't, my point is, though, that... Aaron's going to run with this, yeah. whether you like it or not. Whereas know. with Frenzy and Legacy, no one gives a flying view about This is head. true. At least right? these are characters that are going to be around. Exactly. And He's whereas Frenzy was just, 
But I don't, this this issue, the the story beats, barring the, the uh, Phoenix Five coming in and crashing yeah. the Sentinels, this could have been done in Wolverine X Men issue number four, like way back when he first That's started true. it. It wasn't AVX centric. Yeah, no. exactly. So the only so but so basically, you're saying a if, fine issue for Wolverine and the X Men, no relation to AVX. If you hadn't picked up, the, okay, if you weren't already picking up Wolverine and the X Men, and yes. this and you picked this book up, you would have been pissed off because it wasn't actually tied into the event. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it was a, a throwaway tie in. Yeah, exactly. What's up next? Round 11. Round 11. Round 11. As we so again, uh, barrel close to three hours. They, uh, again, they just, they're, they're plowing through stuff. The time's become limited. Here are the X-Men. One thing. Is it possible that in some ways we've spent more time talking about this than the original creators did before they launched this thing? Because at times <laughs> it feels like some of the story was just, let's get them to fight, and then the Phoenix will come. I feel like the Hulk needed to be included all No, else. they have a Red Hulk already. This just felt very, like... We're about to put you in your own book. Where you're, sink. We'll just you, put them all yeah, in. you're about to be an agent of Shield, so maybe come on. And Avengers are very Join popular us. right now, and anyone who might be reading this after the movie, yeah. you know, hopeful smash for you. It's good. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it felt awkward. It just, yeah, they went out of their way to go find this them. Is some be- look at that beautiful wheat field, and then look Rogue, Rogue looking like cuter like, than she's almost, looked in years. Almost, almost Who's that? Who's Rogue? Who's that? Yeah. This yeah, is Quipel. Yeah. That doesn't look like Coipel's yeah. version of Rogue, you don't though. Think so. She's sexy. He he rarely yeah. draws her, actually. Yeah, that's that's. I don't think I've ever seen Coipel. Colonel Ruger and also for two frames. You remember your jacket? <laughs> you remember those? And two she's frames. on the poster off to the very right hand side, but she's partially cut off. Uh, and he's always drawn her to look very pretty, which I always think the Rogue should be drawn pretty. She's, she's a Southern Belle, yeah. but she's often not drawn that way. No. Yeah. Well, like Romita in their original days with the horrible haircut and the man face. Well. Didn't help that you know, the mullets were in stock. So, here you go. The X-Men realized they were in the wrong for following the, the Again, again this comes out of nowhere. I want to see more moral ambiguity. I want to see more of them questioning things. It's a little bit of it in yeah. Utopia. But, again, it's too so much of a cast. Instead of wasting garbage on the other tie-ins, that's where it could have been said yep. in those No, I It doesn't have to be it's in the issues. It panels. Yeah, because yeah. it's a big event with that many people defecting. Yeah, absolutely. But it's con- yeah, it comes out of nowhere. And and all it you need to do is show one or two of them. Yeah. thinking or having yeah. a conversation with each other it that's, means that's it. less when we haven't seen them feeling this way already like the again like I said issue 6 of that pan- those panels with Wolverine and Beast that page tells me everything I need to know about how Beast feels I do like this uh, you know it's Xavier just standing on the beach because he likes to do that but then that's really it's this huge fight going on yeah. um, this I really like the Uncanny X-Men issue that ties right into this it made me think that this entire issue was much better as a result yes because uh, it was so like sick but twisted and twilight yeah. zoning and just like this yeah. the idea that they're so powerful but there's so much going on in their minds I don't minds. understand how Xavier's a threat I don't understand what the threat is that he has mental yes he has mental powers but he's not a threat to a cosmic being yes not... but I mean well he and we was... don't see him do anything in this entire series that would make him seem to be a threat mentally he was he had the powers that he could take on the original Dark Phoenix and he did he didn't end up he almost won against, and that was Jean Having her mental power, but he doesn't Phoenix. do anything to Cyclops. He just threatens him page after page after well, page. Don't make me! Don't make me! Don't isn't make them me. having a mental battle? Aren't they having one? But it's but it, he's not shutting him down. There's nothing. Nothing happens to Cyclops as a result of this. No, he, well, well, he's, he's trying to. I did like like Iceman attacking him and like Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye's uh, Lance Nero. Well, and his his dialogue is awesome right afterwards. Uh, he's gonna kill me now. Yeah, they nice shock and he's gonna kill me. It's very easy to solve this problem. You have like, uh, uh, Charles in more of the, of the pages of the issues, and then let's say Charles is the one that takes down Liliana, or Charles is the one that takes up Namor. Ultimately, Charles shuts his mind down. 
That means Charles is now going way too far. Charles is now going to Onslaught territory. We're shutting people's minds off. Yeah. And now you, the readership can see the potency of the threat. So when it comes time to threaten Cyclops, now as a reader I go, holy crap, it's really getting real. I, at this point, you're like, what is he going to do? And if you haven't read the yeah. uh, Dark Phoenix saga, yeah. you're not going to know. There's no, no real danger well, here. He, here's the whole problem with them killing Xavier. And here's why it didn't matter to me. And I quote... Quentin Choir. <laughs> okay. Ooh, from the Book of Choir. Okay. By Jason Aaron. Good to see you, Chuck. The inside of your head is just as stoggy and uh, stoggy and pretentious as it was back when you actually used to matter. Shouldn't you be off somewhere in the sideline being forgotten and utterly irrelevant? Well quoted. Since Xavier has been shot in the face <laughs> way back. Yeah, but complex, his first death, not right? First death. That still didn't. That's like his third death. That yeah. didn't mean anything either. And <laughs> yeah. since then, he's been absolute useless, discarded character in the Marvel universe. Has meant nothing. So to bring him back here, Apex great to have him killed by Cyclops, powerful. But this happened like off the hot heels of Deadly Genesis, all that stuff when Xavier was a big Would've deal. Been more, yeah. Way more. But lately, since since this whole kind of saga began of the decimation, all that stuff, he's been nobody. That's like killing off U.S. agent. No one cares. I, I think. I think it's important that he is here, though, because yeah. he was a, a main important mm. character in House of M, where this all started. Yes. Um, Who wrote this issue, by the way? Bendis. So this should have closed the saga of Cyclops and of the and of the uh, the mutant problem um, with Magneto. It, it kind of started with Magneto mm. and, and Xavier. It was their two dreams, and this is what it's come to: mm. their failure to protect the mutant race. As I said before, when we talk about House of M, it's all about the failure of the mutants to protect their own, and this family is a failure. Um, Xavier and Magneto, as the two kind of uncles or fathers, I guess, of mutantdom, it should be again about some, about them resolving their arc as well. Yeah. But instead, he just dies. Magneto is nowhere to be seen, and mm-hmm. we still don't get a connection between Cyclops and Xavier as father and son. He calls him his son like once or twice and tells him to stop this. But it should be a rejection of the father and the father warning his son: "These are my sins where we're living." If you you are doomed to repeat them, if you keep doing this, and none of that is touched on, and that's why I think the death. I'm okay with him dying here. I don't think it was handled uh, adequately. Yeah, I think, and it's a comic book death, so it doesn't. It has no meaning. Yeah, it has no meaning whatsoever. Right? If he survived being bullet through his face and yeah, no. been ridiculously when Bucky back came back, life, that was the moment where I said I'm, I don't care anymore. And then when Cap died, I was like, I don't care. And Adam was like, But it's so it's told so well. I'm like, It may be told very well, but ultimately, Sorry, I don't see any civil war. And Bucky Cap died in fear itself. Bucky Cap didn't die. No, I know that. But oh, Bucky died in about? 1945. No, 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 yes. oh, yeah, he's talking about when he came back. America died. So when Winter Soldier happened, yes. and I'm like, Bucky was the last character you couldn't touch. He's now revived. He's now, his death is gone. Yes. When Cap died following that, after Civil War, I was like, it doesn't matter. I don't care about deaths anymore. Adam and I had a great conversation about deaths and stuff like that. And he's like, it's true. They don't normally matter, but this is told very well. I just said, all of it just feels fake to me and phony anyway. And then Bucky, again, Bucky Cap died, but not really. Like, it's just, I don't care anymore. I used yeah. to, as a teenager and a young, well, a young adult, you know, I was like, oh, There are differences, though, care. because they yeah, played yeah. the Captain America death up as it happened, and people had to move on from it. And it actually, that lasted more than a year. Whereas Bucky Cap, two months later, whoops, not to, really to dead. To me, it doesn't matter anymore. To me, there's still an inherent difference. And it's there. also great that they put in the news. I remember when Captain America was dead in the news, and my dad called me. He's like, my mom Captain America is me. dead. Did you I, hear this? I didn't even read the... I didn't, I it was crazy. crazy. I, I, love, I love when your parents called yeah, you to yeah. ask you if you've heard it. I'm like, I, yeah, I got the issue. I flipped through <laughs> the issue, but I didn't even... I, I, I didn't even look at it. I was like, oh, he's not really dead. Like, like I, I tricked the realize... media into reporting this. Superman I didn't really... died? Everyone was like, oh my god. I didn't goodness. even realize Cap died. I, I just thought that his arm moved at the end, and I guess it didn't. My mom calls me, I'm like, he's, he's dead. 
Cut Marker's dead. Did you hear about this? I'm like, it's very hard to find that issue if you didn't have it in your pull box. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I did, sad to say, that I canceled it and I realized he died. Did I, you? I had to get the reissue. Oh, I could have had it, yeah. And same thing with the black issue of Amazing Spider-Man. What was it, 36? Yes. I, I, I still have that. It still, I think, has some value. It does. What's up? Uh, oh, Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, really we're talking good. about 18. So twisted. Finally, hey, this like, is really good. good I'll borrow that too. Yeah, finally a good issue about Uncanny X-Men through all this nonsense. The first good one. Yeah, it's really insane how... The, the posters make their stuff here. That's kind of what I... The problem is when you read okay, it. Okay, I don't like this. to mix in. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we see, not. you know, okay, we get... We, Colossus and Magic. Of Colossus and Magic, where they ended up, I guess they escaped somehow. Um, so this should have been issue 10. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. This should happen right after. after. They have a yeah. good fight yeah. between them and just disagreements. Yeah, and... a big disagreement, right? And then he realizes he's he's a big monster because his sister is. Right? They're both monsters, but the the, the best part about All the, the issue is, so is, is scary... Scott and Emma having dinner in their mental yeah. mindscape. Like they're in the middle of this big combat with the Avengers and the X Men, yet in their minds they're having this. Little... It's not Greg Land. No, it's not. No, they're it's drinking blood bench. out of flasks and or out of wine glasses, and they're. Uh, these would be all insane. much better moments to have included in the series because these are established. And like, there's cool stuff because they're talking, and it's like, uh, oh, this battle's going terribly. Like, and then you get shots of the battle, and it's just really interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they have a great a, perspective, having a toast and everything. Like, it's it's really an interesting perspective on it. And then they're as they're having this toast, he takes the power from Emma. Yeah, I can think of here. I don't understand why people think that if you show more fighting. That'll be more exciting because fighting without cost or fighting without anything to lose. There's, means well, there's, and there's so this gives a lot more perspective. Yes, yeah, so on they that. spend more and then, time. Like, this toast that they're about to drink, it just—it's the phoenix power. He drinks it and he becomes a dark phoenix. So they, they spend more time showing pretty pages of fighting, but this is so much more meaningful. Oh yeah. Than any yeah. Of that. No, I read this and yeah, I was like, "Holy crap!" Was this yeah. really on Kenny X Men that just read? Like, yeah, I know. I think it's the drivel of sinister and stuff. And Garney. Yeah, Garney. No wonder. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna hold this close to me. <laughs> we found the sweet spot. Okay, so now I have to buy this trade. No, I no, you do not. No, I have to buy the single issue. Buy that single issue. Buy a single issue in a long time. Actually, the one that follows up with nineteen isn't bad either. But um, yeah, do not buy that trade. Yeah, do not because this initial stuff's an absolute waste of time. Or I could buy the trade and then just like make a big X three to the page. Is this next or is other stuff next? Because you have a bunch of issues still. I guess well, yeah, else it's after? Fallout stuff, yeah. Oh, is it all Fallout? Yeah, it's all Fallout stuff. Shit. Yeah. I guess, yeah, technically. It is. I'm thinking publishing schedule-wise. I'm not yet no, thinking no. chronology-wise. Yeah, no, all right, so the next yeah. issue is number 12. The Big Bad number 12. We finally finished this puppy so, up after the long journey to get us here. Cyclops is the Dark Phoenix. He is ready to fuck you up. Jeez, um, that's on the back of a cover of the trade, <laughs> right? Paul's just letting loose on language. It's true, it's true. I, I apologize for the kids. Hey, you're three hours into it. I think you're allowed yeah. to be a little uh, vulgar um, now. So we're getting a little blue. Wanda and Hope are, are have a little tiff that gets covered in, in the last verses issue. There, you know, the war. Rage Should we on. look at the verses issue actually first? Because technically, it kind of takes place just prior. Yeah, during time, and I guess, yeah. during and well, it does say to read that first, anyways. Even the what is it? Yeah. What is this last well, one here? So. Well, we're at number twelve, and also AVX, AVX six with uh, Scarlet Witch and Hope, Jim yeah, Chung. And oh Davis. yeah, I didn't. this was useless. It looks nice. It looks nice, but they, we already established they had a fight. This well, doesn't plus, really what, are, what are they really doing? Oh, hold on. Yeah, one yeah. thing I did yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I thought you would at least appreciate this, Nate. 
was uh, when they start chipping away. Yeah, at each I did other. like that. Like yeah. the, the Tetris stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice callback to Koi Pell's work in yeah. SMM. So now, re- wait, is that Koi Pell who introduced the kind of Tetrising of yeah. giving it away, or was it Casada? Because the original cover of oh. her Tetrising was Casada's cover. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether it's based off of uh, um, original art by Koi Pell, and he yeah. was like, oh, I'll just draw. I don't know who did it first. No, no. Bottom, I don't care who introduced it. Seems it seems more like a Koi Pell idea. It does. It was really, I don't think Casada would think it up. Not, not that he's not a smart penciler at times. No, I just doesn't seem to. It's an experimental thing. But, but you know what? That would be a question I would ask at a panel. Everyone else is like, "Hey, what's coming up in comics next year?" I'd be like Tetris stuff. <laughs> I want to know who made the blocks when you start fading away. Well, it was a cool look. And, like, it's a, very cool. And look. so I like. And since this is like the ending of everything that started in House of M, I like seeing that come back. That was nice, yeah. Because but, it's tying that all together. The rest of the issue, don't care about. No. So, okay, so back to AVX-12 proper. Here's where I got, as I'm reading this, I got a little blown away, something like Paris, Sydney, Beijing, Sacramento, Mediterranean Sea, skies above the Amazon jungle. Now you're saying what Dark Phoenix is doing to the world. Now something is being, of the utopia they built, now there's a How do they all get there attacked. so fast? Well, yeah, I, guess, I don't understand that. Yeah, I guess, were, were they already stationed to do stuff all around the world at this point? I, no, they're all never, coming here to fight the Cyclops and utopia, that's right? Sense. So that was a big thing for me that being said I like seeing it it was cool seeing it I just wish it made sense Yeah. now it would have been again more impactful is if I don't know there had been emissaries of the Dark Phoenix or himself going around to different parts of the world and destroying it and the people of the world who before loved him and loved the Phoenixes are now going oh my gosh you flipped your lid and they're trying to fight back why didn't we get like establishing shots of like other teams that exist like why wasn't there a shot in like Britain with like Captain Britain in like MI13 there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Or why isn't there a shot at like Japan and Big Hero 6? You know, you want to say it. Alpha Flight. And Alpha Flight in Canada, yeah. Well, these are, uh, why does it have to be Avengers characters everywhere over the world? I do like that you worked Big Hero 6 though into the conversation. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You better believe it. But, and, and Scott is in some of these places too. Is he's like beaming around and punking people and yet going back to fight yeah, in that's, Utopia? Yeah, that's silly. They're really odd. Really but okay, we know that they're trying to establish he's a threat. Here, right? it's, it's crazy. He's the threat. He's crazy. He's killing the yeah. world. I really like the coloring on uh, on Cyclops because the the it was always red before. It's now like a yeah. shimmering blue. And blue blazes out of nowhere. Here's no. Yeah, where has he you been? been? Where have you been hanging out? Recovering, right? Yeah. Where doing what? Yeah. And why are you suddenly here? That being said, he's, he's just a messenger. This is very bombastic, here. and I liked it. It was very like. But he's the last like, what does person. He say? Uh, I'm a hemisphere away. I'll be there in a He's few seconds. He's the last okay. person who should be delivering the coup de grace mm. to Cyclops. It should be Thor no, or no, Iron Man no, coming no, out of his lab. No, no, He's who, just a messenger. No, but you know who it should be? The man missing this entire time. Ooh, cable. Oh, Cable? Yeah. Fine. Dad, Whatever. Not this gone, new you, character. Yeah, he doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Dad, you've gone mental. You've gone mad. Hope your destiny is about to be fulfilled. I'm, that I, would be I great. And he unlocks his, his power and he starts going crazy with the technogenic virus and... He was a, the very apparently least, he was supposed to be hold, in. ABS. How do you how do you sit there at the summit? How do you go up there? Like, every character is in play. And Why do they bring him back? If they're not going to use him. Oh, no. don't worry. We're and then Cable we like grabs Silver Surfer Surfboard and just for show like he did that one time. It's like, hey, Scott, remember this? Boosh, <laughs> break the so I already broke that board once before. I'll do it to your face. And everyone's like, this is going down. No, like, just yeah. wait till we get to AVS consequences because we're not done with Cable. Oh, yeah. I'll get there. Uh, but unbelievable how. What a wasted moment. Okay, well. But you know Absolutely. what? Even if Cable just like came back for this moment, it'd still be a wasted opportunity. Cable no, should have been much more central to this I agree. Yeah, because he's in Utopia. Yeah. Why could he could he, It'd be so crazy him. that Cyclops goes to kill his dad and then his son, his actual son, Cable's like, I'm going to have to kill you now, dad. Like, that'd be cool yeah. too. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have some. I would like to see Cable here, with the Phoenix Force. Yeah, cable. As a nice little. This entire time. Or he, he, gets, he, or he gets it. 
Has it always been for him? He thought he was training. Or he gets it and he gives it to Hope after. He's like, I can't. Oh, this isn't for me. He gives it to her or something. Like he had could have had ultimate power, but he's so trained and so disciplined, he doesn't even think about it. He's like, no, it's for you. I did like the art in the issue, though. It, there's no it, denying the art in the second half of the it book. It kind of reminded me of, really like, nice. of yeah. Onslaught, X-Men, Onslaught, Marvel Universe, that kind of big I screen. I got the exact same feeling. Feeling, yeah. So then you finally, you know, please kill me before it's too late. It took me a while to get this page. I'm like, where's the shield? Oh, yeah, it's, it's almost right like here. you have to do that whenever you get the Phoenix Force. There has to be a moment of clarity where you beg everyone yeah. to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so he, I did like this. Although the, the weird uh, flashback shots were odd choice, like... Wolverine, what, like, tapping him on the shoulder? Like, that's a sentinel? Like, that just seemed like a weird spot. It was but, nice to see the costume, though. Yeah, the old school costumes? It was best ever, yes. Yeah. Well, that's because they're kids in the 90s, though. I like the classic, like, just the the underwear and, and just the visor, like, during Dark Phoenix Saga, where I, he didn't have any of this. I prefer him having straps and stuff. That's because I grew up in the 90s. Yeah. But. Okay, so, as we know, Hook is the Force. And she suddenly thinks- she's a real woman. Yeah, I guess she's drawn not like Hope. No, nope. Fine. Whatever. But she gets the power. Now, she believes she can... Is this just a coincidence that White and Gold, which was established in Phoenix Song as the purified or whatever version of this of the Phoenix, is all are also the colors that Danny uh, Rand is wearing now? I don't is think a coincidence? it's... I don't think it's... I think it is a coincidence. Or do you think that they were trying to make the... Because the, the, they show him, like, in a panel. Like, which panel? Like, right there. Yeah. He's right next to her. So the artist chose to draw Danny in that panel in his colors. Do you think they're just kind of, kind of giving you a nudge and going, "Hey, this is a coincidence," no, but maybe it's more than that? I don't think it's a coincidence at all. I thought, I know, I, I think it is. Sorry, I think it is totally <laughs> a coincidence. Sorry, but I, you think that the Marvel uh, creators are trying to take advantage of that coincidence no. and say, "Like, hey, there's a connection," because they have the entire time been saying there is a connection between the not Fist and Fist. the Iron Fist. Yeah. Not, not overtly, no, because he's been wearing the costume for a few years. I know, I know. I'm not saying whether they've been planning it all this whole time. I'm saying now. They I chose don't to in, give her these colors. As soon as here. they said, "Hey, come on, fraction brew breaker, you're onto something." Yeah, sorry, they didn't. Um, they didn't have to draw this this way. I don't right? think it's that intentional, to be honest. I don't think there was that much thought. Green. I'm she saying green. when you plan out your panels as a No, I think artist, they would have put her in a white because that was what they last did with Jean in the white room. And but they didn't have to. They could put her in green. They could have given her own colors. This is. The, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying the, the choice to draw Danny right next to her in the next panel in yeah. his color. Danny doesn't have to be there. Sometimes things are just coincidence, but it, it, it's possible that when they planned these shots, they planned it out and said, hey, this will be fun. I feel like they probably didn't. It, it's possible they didn't, but I'm, all, I'm, I'm just saying... I feel so it, much of this stuff is haphazard that I doubt that there was that much like finite detail. And but, we should have these guys in a scene right close to each other because they're sharing the same colors, and that means something. Or could mean more than what we... Why not? I just don't, think that's, so many what, other things I just don't think that's the actual conversation that would have been happening. Yeah, I think it's a cool concept if it was true. I just don't think that... I mean, thought that for a head. He's the purified head of the Iron Fist. Representation of that force. Oh, I guess she's the purified version of this. For about ten seconds, and there's no more Phoenix. It doesn't matter. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's it, These ten seconds, they chose this costume, and they put the two panels together. I'm saying that if not like it was somewhere else in the issue. They're it's side fine. by side. But if, if that's if that's <laughs> they did full credit to them, I don't think it's on purpose. I don't tell this one. You guys are so fun. <laughs> Why? Because you don't believe in your. Uh... I'm just saying, from someone who I think draw it's... a lot, you don't just draw things randomly. I do think it's cool if that was really the intent. I just feel like it wasn't. It can be a total fluke. I think it was. I would like to ask someone that question. Okay, okay. you should have to write down these questions. Quesada, Tetris. No, Quesada, like you? Oh, yeah, Quesada, Tetris. <laughs> um, and I guess and Adam, if I ever meet him. So we have uh, uh, so what, Scarlet and, and no more Phoenix. Yeah. Be cool. That was kind of neat. 
I don't know what that means. The No More Phoenix? You can't do that to Phoenix. No, you can't. It's but, a cosmic entity. that being said, you also can't get rid of mutants, and they did, so... I, I do like well, that... They, 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 you could get rid of mutants. They the first first it, and it gave birth to the mutant race. This is the first issue where I just I really don't think they should have like, said No More Phoenix. I, I, I'm fine with them dispersing it. I'm fine with it rebirthing mutants. They have Again, to say it's it. it's too much No More. They have to say it, because it's a thematic tie-back to it's House of M. Maybe... They, this entire issue, they, I mean... It's just cheesy. The, the first is. 11 issues didn't feel as much like this is going to be the end of everything that House of M started. But this issue, everything about this issue said this is the ending of seven years. Okay, so what is the story about that, I can have? Ending the last seven years. So it's about that. It's about ADX, or is it about ending the last seven years, or is it about the fall of Cyclops? It's about this <clears> issue the fall in of particular? Cyclops and bringing I think back this mutants. story ultimately is about Cyclops and the Phoenix, it and is. it's not anything to do with ADX. It's totally mislabeled. I think it's mis. Termed. I don't think that it was right to do that. Yeah, but it didn't really become as... Uh, the Cyclops' focus was very on and off. I do think it's a great... But that's where it ended. The, the third act was Cyclops. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the Cyclops I know wasn't really in there. Cyclops you know? No, he, he, he's been gradually turning to this direction. Yeah, I'm not surprised that's the direction yeah. at all. Right? Mm. And he's the, he's the complete focus of like the whole third act. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Something, but I don't know. It didn't feel when I read it. I just didn't feel the same. I don't know what it was. Maybe because he doesn't actually have a character arc, a proper one. Yeah, he doesn't. He. I mean, we don't get to see a lot of him actually like fighting the Phoenix Force or nope. really doing anything. And that. Nope. So I guess it's harder for me to enjoy it on the Scott Summers level because he doesn't go through any progression. Ultimately, even though the story seems to be about him, it fails on one of the most important that he doesn't um, have basic an arc at all. Concepts of writing. You need your character has to either evolve or change or come to a realization of something. Otherwise, they're the exact same character when they started. And, and he, he goes through some changes in terms of magnifying his intensity. Yeah, but yeah. there's no part where he stops and even asks himself or goes, yeah. what has become of me? I'm becoming just like my dad. At the end of the day, he, I mean, he's pretty smug because he won. Everything he wanted, he got. At the end of the he day. Was right. that, he was but right. But that's what I found interesting about it. And it made it harder to, in some ways, enjoy it. Because he got, he was right. Like... Captain America and like it was Iron Man's fault that the Phoenix Force fractured in the first place. Yeah, they couldn't have foreseen that. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been messing around with it to begin with. Well, what are the choices they have? You got to make your doohickey machine, your curmudgeon. What do you call it? The the what you call it? When you do something? Oh, MacGuffin. Your MacGuffin. What else well, is he gonna do? In, in this story, the Phoenix is the MacGuffin anyway. It's it's it's, it's a few. So there's a lot of them. I don't know. It just feels like at the end of the day, Cyclops was right. I mean, if. I'm okay with that. I'm at peace with that. I'm fine with that. But I'm not... Okay, it seems like the Marvel Universe and the people who write the Marvel comics are very much these days under the idea that Captain America is always right. Everything he does, he is right. He was wrong in Civil War. But again, Marvel portrayed him as he was right, though. They vilified Iron Man, and then they... I was always on Iron Man. And then they let Captain America die. But basically, the idea from Marvel and the way that they wrote the characters was that whatever Captain America does, if you're not on Captain America's side, you are the villain. You are the wrong one. How true that is of the world, isn't it? If you're not on America's side, you're wrong. Yeah, but that's how they've been... And in this case, Israel was right, and I'm happy with that. But but that's what Marvel Comics have been doing. And at the end of the day, even though (laughs) Cyclops was right, he's still the one in jail. And his character has even been tarnished. The, even the ending, you know, and 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 Captain America is such a self-aggrandizing jerk. He's just like, you know, like so many things have gone on, but he's just like, you know, you killed Xavier. There's nothing. Yeah, that was really like over the top and too. Well, especially because he's basically allowed Scarlet Witch forgiveness. Yeah, because she was controlled by power. He's never had a conversation with her. No, 
But she was just useful, so they just allied with her. But yeah, she, absolutely. But what does Scarlet Witch do? She killed people because of a power she couldn't control. I'm sorry. What did Cyclops do? She almost wiped out a whole race. Cyclops almost killed people, or killed people because of a power he couldn't control. He isn't given any consideration. But Scarlet Witch is. Scarlet Witch is welcome back into the fold. Mm-hmm. No problems. Yeah, Vision doesn't really like her all that much, but everyone else is fine with it. But Cyclops isn't, and he's in prison, and he's like, wh- where's the fairness in there at all? It just felt like a story that this is ruining Cyclops in a lot of ways. He was right. He was he was standing up for what he believed in. I don't know. You I'd can't say, bring Cyclops back from this. I think he was ruining Cyclops. I think that this is <laughs> giving him a, a moment to maybe actually have that arc that was missing in this story. Maybe, but it just feels like because Captain America has been ridden on the other side that they're never going to really let him a chance to heal. As a character, especially when at the end of the day he he did he acted on the best interests of his own people. When did the Phoenix Five actually become militant and dangerous? Only when the when the Avengers attacked them. Mm-hmm. But but there's no consideration given that at the end of the story. And Captain America is basically like I was right and 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 I, you were wrong. Thanks like, for solving all the world's problems, by the way, and demilitarizing yeah. and de, you know taking away all the nukes. Like yeah. which still, as far as we know, wasn't magic. It wasn't hokum. They physically. Did these things, and Zax and his zoo crew, or whatever, Zax and his electric company, <laughs> are still powering parts of <laughs> Eastern Europe. But like, did, did they dismantle Shield and all that kind of stuff too? We don't know. We don't know. We, we're not given. We're not given enough information. Those ten days have never been shown. We, we're <laughs> we're getting information on everything else. I mean, uh, this jailbreak issue might be very neat, but well, that wasn't, wasn't as necessary. Maybe as what is Shield doing? Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe yeah. Shield is yeah. saying like we're against this, and the UN is going. You're a UN back mm. organization, and the UN is behind them. So we're going to take all your funding, or we're going to do whatever to you. Yeah. Like, what's what's Fury Jr. doing during this whole thing? Fury Jr. is not head of S.H.I.E.L.D. anyway. Well, it makes it sound like he's, he's an real. agent. What I just said made it sound like the U.N. has any power, though, so maybe yeah. I should... Uh, actually, they, they've already said Fury's going to be part of... Uh, crap, what team is it? Secret Avengers. I, I like that Havoc hates his brother still. I'm okay with that. They're always going to have... But you see him here siding with him as, uh, when he's for the Phoenix Force, which is... Odd. Yeah, they kind of did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah there's no art oh, from Alex either. Sorry, this is kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but in Uncanny Avengers, when Captain America's like, Havoc, going my team, you've got a clean record. Well, let's just go there, because we're That guy right. does not have a clean record at all. First of all, I'm pretty sure he was flirting around with the Goblin Queen on the top of... <laughs> And wearing no pants. Do you remember that? He was so new. He had like, like little underpants. Like, I'm sorry, he's not a clean guy. He's done some bad things. And so just saying, you have a clean record? I'm sorry, where well, have you overall, been? Overall, though, he is a government operative. He has worked with the government. He, he has, has been yeah. sanctioned by the government and he trained is. by them. So, I mean, he actually has some... He's some, cleaner. Like, some history working with them already. He probably got some people who back him. Like, Val Cooper's going to vouch for him. He's been... Yeah, but he also was, a, you know, taken over by an evil entity once. Yeah, but who hasn't? Like, honestly. I think you're I don't know. Um, I think you're pointing at foods. Oh, Jim Mafood? It's funny, though. Yes. We're looking at AVX versus number six. I enjoyed the issues, not the main story as much. I enjoyed the little one-shots. Here, take, give it back Are here. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I like these. Like, I mean, I... Oh, I'm, don't take up time with the one-shots. Just quickly. Just quickly. It's a very visual thing, though, that you're... I know. Okay, but I, I was looking through them with here. Kelly, and she was like, what is this? Oh, yeah, the, the, the Arthur Adams. Yeah. Oh, the sexy The girl sexy ex-ladies. Yeah. Um, fight. Yeah. Uh, I Iceman didn't really care as much. I love Squirrel Girl and Pixie. That was cute. Playing I mean, Heroclix. just, yeah, playing Heroclix and being adorable. Because who else would it be but Squirrel Girl and Pixie? I think that's the only one I really loved. Like, the Jim Fu one was alright. The the science battle was kind of weird but interesting. Yeah, it's all for I like just the... the 
This is what I want to say. I actually it's a great see... drawing by Diodato of Captain America being thrown back by Havoc. Like that seems cool. I like the the Hulk versus Domino. It was ridiculous <laughs> so enough silly. that it worked for me. Little... I like Toad versus Jarvis. What is Jarvis? What is that? Because <laughs> Toad's a janitor now at the, at the Xavier School. Uh, all right, it, it was fun, and I guess that was it. But yeah, no, I, yeah, it was good. Again, can't be throwaway just for. I box. like that they had Jarvis being a boxer again. There can't be more. There was more after the event ended. Oh, oh yeah, yes. you're not even okay. done. What is this? This is uncanny. This is number nineteen. Uh, again, this is more from Cyclops' I really point of view this. entirely. This is worth reading. Good. Um, this gives you Cyclops' pretty much entire perspective as he's going mad, just possessed, fighting, fighting a man with claws. Again, this is stuff we missed out on. Emma. Like we have a. Is there any nice... moments though of him like questioning things? Yes, or? yes, it's all in here. It's all oh. internal monologue of Cyclops. You know, and, all, and his journey back. where he's so been. So, does this give him an arc? Not as not as much of an arc, but it definitely gives. Him more personality. Some character moments, maybe. Oh yeah, this is he really goes, good. He goes beyond. He sees the vast unlimitedness of the power he now that would possesses. That's very interesting to read about. Um, you know, this is much more interesting. And yeah. and, and then he's kind of like he has the, a little t- t- talk with Hank at the very end. Yeah, and then, is this the one where he does this at the end? Or yeah, is that the big X at the end. Adam's holding his hands up like yeah. they're cuffed. Yeah, oh, they the are. Big X at the end. Like this, this, this was good. This oh. was. Scott Summers has more personality, yeah. and he accepts this responsibility for what happened. He'd do it all again. Mm-hmm. Yes, he killed Xavier. He'll be no, he wants forever. To read. Don't don't put it back He'll, in there. Uh, He'll be back. Yeah, he will. Like so, this okay. it's it's sad to me that for well, a lot of these times, Xavier shown broken up though about killing Xavier. Like he shouldn't be happy about the death of Xavier. No, but he it's also recognizes that at no. the end of the day, like although he wishes he could take you know Xavier's place, he still achieved his ends and. This is actually a really strong issue. You should borrow that from Paul. Okay. It's worth reading. Yeah. Um, who wrote that? Gillen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still writing that. Uh, okay, uh, Wolverine the X-Men, number 18. This is <sighs> The Death of Brew. God, why even look at that again? Is that even really important to the story? No, it really... It touches on... Um, it's basically AVX 11 and 12. Like it, it takes place in that time frame. Yeah. But it's not a, part of the story. No, this this pushes Aaron's uh, story of this... Of this uh, of the school Look forward and... more than anything else um, little snippets of the battle again uh, some slight perspectives but um, I just want to highlight th- this was a little more heavy on what's going on at the school with Quentin and this this pastor thing and the Hellfire Club moving forward so I want to show you something so, alright so first of all absolutely love this shot of Brew he's he's, he's showing up date. he's showing up at the prom or at a dance uh, I like that he's got the, the, the bright eyes and the yeah I don't like uh, where we're do hooking up though. Ugh, that's, that's a little grody. And then the next page, like, ugh, and then now, now his eyes aren't, aren't all bright anymore. They're just dark, and he's just sad. And yeah. ugh, I was showing this to Kelly because I'm like, this is adorable. And then I get to the last page, I'm like, why is this happening? Yeah. You do have a quick thing from actually from Charles as he's fighting uh, Scott. Oh, no yeah. matter what happens, no matter who tries to stop, he's you, about to no die. Who I would have been off way, fought to never uh, let them close your school. Do you hear me, Logan? Someday that school will save oh, the gosh. world. It's very heavy-handed, and it doesn't make any sense that in the middle of a fight to his, for his life, he's going to beam off a message to Wolverine. Good job. Keep it up. <laughs> and he's going to call him Chuck at your funeral. Yeah. So again, this moves more Aaron's uh, run forward rather than... That being said, it was a good sense. issue of Wolverine and the X-Men. Yes, it was. And i got to give Jason Aaron credit that he's done an amazing job with that book. Yeah. Especially with the character Brew. The fact that I was broken up about it and cared that they shot him in the head means yeah. something. Like, that's... He's a brand new character, and I was like, oh my god, this is like my favorite new character. Uh, my favorite X-Men. Two really quick throwaway Avengers, his new Avengers oh, 30, such and throwaways. Avengers 30, 
both Luke really Cage crap. cries a little. Yeah, you have Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, a small group of Avengers, uh, transporting Emma after the aftermath to some type of prison. They it's not her. clear if it's they, after the full, whole entire battle or not. Well, it's got to be because that's when Scott takes the powers from her. I know, right? but like, so is it? But, but it, okay. But so the, they don't know where Namor is. You think he'd be captured in Wakanda? But they haven't established that. They, they oh, say you think the Wakanda's be all over that, right? But he, he should be dead. Right? He should have been decapitated. Well, they're um, not barbarians. Yeah, he so also destroyed their city. They, they've already they established that Wakanda's at war with Atlantis. So that's where that's going to go. Um, war crime. Then you have, you know, Magic and Colossus farting around in the farmlands where they ended up <laughs> in Russia, right? And then you have this mutant extremist group try and blow up the convoy that they're trying to take Emma in. They they find out Emma's in there and they try and kill Emma for the mutant crimes that she is. Like, we're instantly back. You mean the world peace that she brought? Yeah. That's yeah. still in effect. Yeah, horrendous stuff. Save the world. Um, so they get attacked by these random Time group. check. We are approaching three hours and 25 minutes. Yeah. I know. That's awesome. So, yeah, really just a throwaway issue to move on. Uh, Luke Cage quits and... Yeah, he's quitting. Yeah, Fair don't right. care. Actually, you know what, though? I, I appreciate if he does quit, if he's gone... First of all, good riddance because I'm done with Luke Cage. Um, yeah. But also, it makes sense that now that Bendis is leaving, they take him with him. Yeah. Take his toy. And all this this issue of Avengers is, is Spider-Woman and Hawkeye flirting while they're fighting uh, Mr. Negative and oh, his Negative. cronies oh trying to gosh. take fear itself and not see Max. Yep. Yeah. Useless. And that's Mar- brings that's... it to Marvel now. Oh, yeah. AVX Consequences number one. Yes. Uh, you'll like this. Uh, right. Instead of Cable showing up, instead we get a letter from Cable Listen to, to Hope. Hold on, there is no letter, first of all. I mean, there is a letter, but we don't get to read this letter. So Hope reads the letter, her dad's gone. That's it. <laughs> He's written out. Does a father abandon this child? Recovering in, recovering in a utopia hospital. Sometimes during the chaos, he got better and left. And suddenly had no interest at all of his daughter... And, and the, the ultimate first time Cable would have had been to be interesting and relevant in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. and they just yeah. I don't I don't understand because like it's a man and his daughter, and there's such a strong relationship. That was the whole point of two years worth of Cable. Everything. And then his death meant so much, and yet he's fine, and he takes off and doesn't talk and to doesn't his daughter. Bother. His death wasn't even necessary. No, it wasn't necessary. But it was sort of, it moved that element of the story forward, and it was interesting because he wasn't around to be for his daughter. But yeah, yeah. so the consequence opens up with this, and they say, okay, well, yeah, he got better, he's fine, and and she's cool with it, and she doesn't seem to care. She doesn't care. Okay, dad, you it's go do that. Out of character You're, with a little redheaded hothead who loves her daddy so much. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Uh, the art is some of Tom Rainey's worst. There it is. Uh, and, and I, I don't mind Tom Rainey, but uh, the last page of the issue looks like a really bad Neil Adams picture. He's everybody a big cleft. That's what he does. Go to the last page. Uh, I want to show... Uh, there's a page that really reminds me a lot of a really bad Neil oh, Adams. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nate, tell me if, you, if this looks like a little bit like a really bad Neil Adams drawing. Huh, it does. Yeah. It's not good. The issue... First of all, uh, Paul oh, brought this up worry. previously... But in every almost every issue where Scott Summers has his new helmet on, it looks different. <laughs> There's no consistent look it's for what it looks like. Helmet. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, no, it's apparently, they need bigger ruby quartz to contain his blast now than normal. Yeah, I like the idea that he's in prison. I like the prison stuff in this issue. I didn't like the rest. 
Um, Iron Man being so scared of Magneto felt really out of character. He would just prep properly and make sure he could, didn't have anything metal on him. He wouldn't be like, oh, I'm kind of not so sure I want to go up against Magneto. He'd be like again. Ceramic Man? Yeah, like, it just felt really awkward. And why are they even hunting Magneto? He didn't even... He, he, he didn't do anything. He defected and he's not part of the... Ex- uh, no, the but you, ha- you have... He's still a war criminal. Okay, these were... He killed a lot of people. Yeah, they yeah. Were, these were villains kept in check by Cyclops, right? Yeah. Under his, under his command. So, with Cyclops being out of the picture now, what will they do? How do they feel after the aftermath? With those new mutants, what's Magneto going to do? Is he going to step up yeah, and take kind of charge? Yeah. Right? Because he's not going to stand behind Captain America. No. Right? So they just, want to, they, they just want to know what his intentions are. Right? Is what they claim to do. Right? So they're trying to figure out what these people are going to do. And they're trying... They want to... Going after him in costume is a good way to start with no fight at all. Right? Going in with jets blazing and in costume. Why don't you just go with him in your civilian wear and try to find him that way? Yes. Well, I understand it made sense. I'm just saying that's what they're <laughs> trying to do. Alright. So. And the other issue is Uncanny Avengers number one. What do you think? It's a big Marvel Now launch. I can't believe that they started it with a lobotomy on the first page. That Pretty seems gruesome. That's and what what Red Skull is it? It looks like it, apparently it is like Heinrich or not Heinrich uh, Johan Johan, which doesn't make any sense because he's dead and we don't even know how he's back. But that doesn't matter. Well, they'll get there, I'm sure. I but... just I found that it was just a gruesome. Like this is a big big relaunch. Like they announced this on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Like they were talking about it the day before it came out. Like this is not a small thing. This is a big new launch, and, and it's so steeped in what just happened in AVX, which felt, feels very contrary to what a big new launch should be. The first yeah. page has a lobotomy, which is unnecessarily gruesome. The the uh, the whole speech at the funeral by Wolverine felt ex- really out of uh, out of taste, out of character, and just didn't fit. The like, why would why would it be Wolverine talking at the funeral? I just that's storm. It, none of that worked for me. He and he was well, just and, very heavy yeah, handed. And, then here's and the, the last page the felt disgusting. Like this is a character who's been part of the Marvel universe forever. And now he he's being his his brain's taken out of his head. He's kind of open on a table, and we see it. Ugh, just yeah. I, I was excited for this book, and then I was reading it, and I was like, "What is this?" Like, yeah, it's. I think Cassie's the right artist, but I don't think Remender is the right guy to write the flagship book. And I think if this was like the fifth or sixth title to come out of Marvel now, I may not feel as as strongly about it. But this is this is the big launch. This is the first book. This is the start. My only thought is that they wanted to establish that Xavier was dead. We took his brain out. Right? Here's the body. His That's brain's my only still thought. alive. Yeah, I know. But this is like... It seems to be a way to doing that. Um, and what was the... Did they really need a lobotomized avalanche? Was that necessary? Yeah, I don't know why. You could just like mind control him. You know? And then him in. They do anything. Well, and wasn't he depowered? Yeah, he was. Now well, he has powers everyone, again. Yeah. Just not, ev- not everyone apparently has powers again, but they will. I hope Blob establish that. Slowly yeah. reactivate. He has them back. Good. Like KX Force. No, no. That's Blob from AOA. Oh, is it? Okay. That's why he's got the stupid tattoos on his My chest. apologies. Okay, I thought. Yeah. Blob is. Um, he's supposed to be saying... I don't like Thor's new costume for no reason. I don't yeah, really I like... the armor on his arms better. I don't really like Scarlet Witch's new costume because it's just like a weird pantsuit. Yeah. Rogue uh, a new costume. She fights Rogue at the gravesite. Like, okay. I actually almost didn't mind it, but then you have those weird Silver Age reject uh, villains, like the Goatface lady or something. Yeah. 
And, and they're, like, saying their names. I'm like, are, really? Are we doing this again? I read uh, Well, you have a bunch of characters show up out of nowhere. You gotta know who they are. I know, but that felt so Silver Age. And Rick Remender's not the right guy who can who can do something so Silver age and nail that kind of tone. Like, you need to do it in an almost, like, slapstick Stan Lee kind of way for it not to feel really out of place and inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, if I come at you and be like, I'm Adam Chapman, the crazy reviewer man. Like, you're not going to take me seriously. <laughs> but like, that's um, what they did here. What's his name? Flash, Green Lantern. Yes. Um, author, writer. Jeff Johns? Jeff Johns. I feel like he'd be better for that kind of... A little bit, yeah. Uh, I don't feel... I read an interview, I think it was on Newsarama with Remender, and they were saying, like, this is probably the most uh, high-profile issue you're ever going to write in your whole career. How's that feel? And he's like, oh, I just kind of write the way I write. Which it feels like this with this issue. It does. It's not, no one censored it and said, like, Rick, maybe we should make it... Like, people are going to be jumping on here. Let's make it very accessible. I give him credit for that, for doing what he wants to do. Yeah, but at the same guessing. time, like, I feel like Marvel editorial maybe should have been, like... Maybe we need a better family-friendly book. Like, like when they were really overhauling the X-Books and they put Whedon on it, like, that was a flagship book and it felt like it. And it felt like you could jump on... And nothing about that would really scare you away. There was continuity, but not an excessive amount. The first arc, certainly, but as it developed in the next continual arc, it got more and more obscure. Yeah, oh, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah, it did. Cassidy started doing more of his creepy, twisted art yeah. things that he does. But the first do. six issues, they grabbed you. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is a superhero book. This is how you do it. This is creepy from the get go. And this yeah. is really creepy and very steeped in AVX. Like, it's not set apart as its own entity. Like, yeah, there's nothing about this book that made me feel like this is Cap's new book, this is Cap's new team. Where it's just very much like lined up behind Cap. Cap was in the issue, but it wasn't. This is like the second half of AVX twelve, mm-hmm. yeah. like you know, setting up the new the new status quo without actually really getting in there. Right, but it, at least honors where it came from. They didn't say, okay, everything that happened doesn't matter anymore. No, I'm, stop. I know reboot. that, and I appreciate right? that they. But I also would have appreciate like when AVS or when Avengers Disassembled happened, and then when you had new Avengers, like it felt very different. But at the same time, they weren't constantly referencing Disassembled, like. The Avengers disbanded. They didn't, go, they didn't go to Jack of Hearts' grave or do any yeah. of those things, right? Like it was set, they should have. <laughs> like it was clear that it took place afterwards and that they were starting something new, but they weren't constantly referencing, oh, Wanda went crazy one, yeah. and this all happened. Whereas in here, we have constant callbacks to everything that happened last week. And if I didn't read any of that, and I was just like, Marvel now. I'm gonna, it's I'm not start. a good issue number one, is it? No. In that regard, I guess you're right. Especially as the flagship book for the Marvel Now like. Imprint. Right. This right. is supposed to be saying this is the new status quo. This is how things are going to go from now on. And our first panel is a brain. Yeah. And it doesn't help that in the same week this comes out, we have Avengers, what, 32, where Bendis is starting to wrap up his run. So you have, you're starting a new era, but you're not quite done the old one yet. Like, like it or so not, maybe it's just a way to the timing on it. Yeah, yeah. and so that I appreciate they're doing this kind of slow thing where every week, almost every week, there's going to be a new release. But there's something to be said for the new Fifty Two model. As much as I don't want them to actually wipe everything away, but they finished everything up, and then bam, this month everything is new. Yeah, every week there's a new yeah. book. This is a flood of new content. Because you know a lot of the stuff that's still coming out, like Superior Spider-Man, that's not like February or something at this point, right? Uh, that's more... Uh, sorry, January, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's... It's, it's a long year. It's all coming yeah. up. Like, I think next month is Avengers, and you get two issues of that, and that's going to be a bi-monthly book anyway. Uh, or bi-weekly, sorry. But yeah, no, it's a very slow release, and I think next month is Iron Man 2. And a lot of these releases are coming out in November because they didn't plan it properly, and they're not done. With the ongoing stories. Like, yeah. I just read the new Invincible Spire Man, one more issue to go. Uh, Fantastic Four just ended uh, this week. Uh, so there's still a month or two left for that. So, no, they didn't plan it that smartly. Uh, yeah, if you're going to do something, just do it all at once. 
I mean, for the most part, they did that with after Avengers Disassembled. When they started launch, they had like one month. It was, it was very timely. It was great. It was, uh, and even uh, going back to '97, after Heroes Return, they had uh, Captain America. Wait, was it Fantastic Four and Avengers started first, or Fantastic Four and Avengers and Thor came later, or was it Fantastic Four and Iron Man? Because I think it was Avengers and FF that came afterwards, and then Thor came afterwards. But there was like one month, and then the next month there was new releases, and so at least you're staggering, but you're, they're still relatively close. Mm-hmm. This feels awkward. Especially because there's how many new books did they say were coming? Like thirty two. There, yeah, tons. it's a ton of books. Yeah. All right. So to conclude very quickly, let's like a five star rating. In case you fell asleep in the last three okay. hours, what? What are your final thoughts? AVX Nate. Yeah, go three. We're gonna do by stars. Three okay. stars maybe. Okay. Maybe two and a half. Um, I felt flat too often. Um, half of the book I felt was just kind of boring and, and wasted issues. And when they brought up ideas, they wouldn't let Jonathan Hickman write after that, and it would uh, <laughs> lose its steam. So um, I liked a lot of the ideas they, they gave me, and it, I think it was much more entertaining and interesting to read than Squadron Supreme, which I've been referencing a lot. Yes. Uh, it's a classic book and classic storyline, but it's not book. told as well. It's yes. an 80s book. Um, oh, Kingdom Come. Grunwald, yeah. Uh, I don't care for Alex Ross at all. So Kingdom Come did not work for me. <laughs> Cut all right, just keep the area. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have to say? I mean, yeah, that's how I feel. Chapter. <sighs> uh, as as the series on its own, I three and a half out of five. I mean, I actually kind of, reading it all again, I think there's a lot of good stuff in it, but I think once you try to look at the, where it fits in the line, how all the tie-ins fit in, and how it works on more of a meta level, then I think it doesn't work as well. If you just read it on its own as this big popcorn adventure, it works better than Fear Itself for sure. Uh, in terms of the tie-ins, like, it definitely what sets it apart from books like House of M, Secret Invasion, Civil War is it had more of a definite ending. None of those books really did. Like, they kind of just kind of petered out and then there was a big status quo change. This felt really like there wasn't a status quo change. Like, there was, because mutants are back. But not in the same... It's just resolving what it, we started seven It's years resolving ago. what started seven years ago, but it's not really, like, now Now we're starting the post-AVX era. Like, this whole Marvel Now, it's really just, we're just shuffling the decks, we're shuffling the chairs, mm-hmm. moving people around. But there's no actual status quo change. After every other event, there's been a status quo change, but not an actual end to the event. Because the status quo change was the end to the event. Like, they, they use the next five, six weeks, uh, months of stories mm-hmm. to actually act as the wrap-up to the story and actually instead of actually having an ending to that story. Whereas this one, like, at the end of Secret Invasion, how does that end? Norman Osborn takes over the Marvel Universe. Dark well, was a very different status quo. And it's you're leading to a status quo, and then but that's but that's not really the ending to, you know, Secret Invasion. So you're not calling Marvel now a status quo, though? I don't understand. No, that. I don't think it's not a... It's not a status quo. Because how would you describe it? What's the what's the dominant idea or or storyline or, or change that's going to carry through on the new? The big change is that they've they've ended all these epic runs all these people have had and now they're going to start fresh. That's right. not an actual that's theme. Not, that's not taking, yeah, Norman Osborn ruling the Marvel Universe is a new theme, right? Um, the hero I, is being on top again after being subjugated through mm-hmm. Dark Reign is a theme. Yeah, no more mutants that carried on quite well right, after. But, but now mutants are back. back. Yeah, that, and that's just gonna but that's a, not the end of the, the story. Are, 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 how many are books are, are, the, are the X-Men going to... Are those the stories that they're advertising they're, they get to tell? Or they're not really talking about that so much? It's basically everyone's switching. Yeah. Like, everyone's moving. And that's fun, but that's not an actual thing. Like, 
we're, we're, we're changing everyone around. We're moving Bendis from Avengers to X-Men after seven or eight years on this book. It doesn't feel as exciting to me. Because there's no, there's nothing, there's no cohesive thing holding yeah. it all together. I was wondering, like, oh, when? What's Norman Osborn going to do? That's going to be very interesting. This is kind of a whole new change. He's going to go after his little enemies and stuff. It was like the, the, exciting. Yeah, if I was to sum up what Marvel now is about, it's about Avengers becoming more of a huge, like, becoming more of an institution in the Marvel Universe. That's why we're having, everyone's an Avenger now. Uh, partly because of like the cartoon, partly because of the movie. Right. Like, Avengers is the hot place to be. So basically, I would say that the overarching idea is that the Avengers as a franchise, almost like Batman Incorporated, it's going to be Avengers Incorporated. That's how I would say some of this Marvel Now stuff kind of looks like. But that's not a, But they're not actually saying that. That's what I, I get from all the previews and all the uh, things that we've seen, but there's no real thing to hold it all together that they're promoting. Interesting. Besides, we're switching things up. Have you read any of the other Marvel Now books that came out? Not yet, no. Red She-Hulk? So good. Did not expect it. Expected it to suck. Yeah, it's Red She-Hulk. Yeah, what it, was, it was good. I was like, what, is, what am I reading? Am I reading the right book? It was really good. I can't think of anything else that came out, though. It was Marvel Now. No. I think there's something else, but... I want to hear what Paul gives it for stars. Um, I think I went with one, a three and a half. Um, I think it's... Overall, it's one of the better events that Marvel's put on. Like, way better than Fear Itself. I like it yeah, Fear Itself was just I, crap. Yeah, I know. I like it better than Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion wasn't good either. Um, so, Secret Invasion started off amazing. Yeah, issue one? No, yeah. Oh, no. It's like the bang of the It was one of the best nowhere. first issues ever. That's how I knew it was in trouble. <laughs> Is that when Sword <laughs> fell? Yeah. Because yeah. everything fell apart, and you're like, what's going to happen? Oh, we're going to spend days in the Savage Land. Just petered out. Yeah. Who cares? So. But no, I like that it came to a certain extent full circle and, and tied things up and. Uh, we'll move hopefully things into some new directions. If anything else, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with this all new X Men thing. Because um, that, that's the book I'm looking forward to. I know it's a crazy off the wall idea with bringing the, the, the original five from it's the past. It's not that off the wall, on. considering Marvel. That's fine, but I'm, I'm curious to see where that's going to go. And you I, would like I want that. The, I would like the mutants to come back and and be, you know, probably X Men to be good and, and enjoyable sure. again. Do you know what all my all new X Men's about? Uh, the original five X-Men get transported to the present through a time travel mishap of some kind. Brian Michael Bendis writing on Stuart Eminem on art. I like Eminem, but I don't like that concept. Yeah, it could work. I'm tired of them bringing people from other timelines and AOA. Usually so it's I, backwards, it's forwards. That's like, how they're bringing Gene back, they're bringing Gene back. Yeah. I'm actually, are you surprised they didn't bring Gene back? Because when everyone... I'm okay yeah. with it. When the I'm Phoenix was coming back... Keep her dead. Keep her dead, keep Xavier dead, keep him dead. I don't want to Keep him dead. I don't want him dead. I'm... I am sad that Gene's not lasted back. this long, but keep going. I, well, is keep he, because he's not really with Emma anymore. I'm guessing she won't react too kindly to him well, taking the power. I'm curious to see where they're going to take Cyclops now, because you can't come back from like this. I, don't, I, I can't. Sure you can. Scarlet Witch came back really easy. That bothers me, And no too. one remembers her since. Nope. Well, Rogue did a little bit and had a little bit of fight, but other than that. Yeah, no one cares. Like, she Vision did a bad Rogue, thing. Vision and Rogue don't like it. Captain America has her on the team with him, and that's okay. And plus, here's the thing, too. Captain America is fine with... He's trusting a little girl to take on the power. He's trusting a girl he's known like two weeks more than a man he's known know for years. He's known Cyclops for like, what, ten years at least? He doesn't trust that man to have with the power or to know what he's doing. But he trusts a girl he's known two weeks to suddenly hurt... Like, where did that come from in AVX-12? Yeah, because the whole conflict was he didn't trust her to have Yeah, the whole it, thing was he didn't trust this girl. And, and now he's trusting no, her to do it. because her... And Wanda and all the Kunlun stuff, everything came together at that point. 
But know, that's but still not a reason it's, to trust her to a, take on this power. Yeah. After seeing what just happened to Cyclops and how hard it People was older, to take it away from Dark Phoenix. Like, yeah. Cyclops became Dark Phoenix and the power went away. And he's like, go on, hope, do it. I'm like, no, what? Your whole thing was that you're stopping her from doing this. Cause she, cause it's, he should have told powerful. her to just like let it go. Don't even take it. Don't te- take the temptation. Just send it away. But at the end of the day, because Captain America has to always be right, he changed his mind, and it's okay for Hope to do it, but Cyclops is the biggest son Cap of a bitch not ever. Well at all. No. no. It, just, it just upsets me, because because Cyclops is against right. Captain America. He was the, he was the son of a bitch. So. Oh, yeah, my biggest piss off is a lack of cable in the whole thing. was... That's the only time ever that Nate will ever say that he missed Cable. Yeah. The only time. You gonna read uh, Cable and X-Force? No. Oh, no, X-Force, yeah, sure. Cable and X-Force. Yeah, I might read them both. Really? Yeah. Well, Cable and X-Force and Uncable and Trash. That's too many X-Forces at once. I love it. Well, I might not after I read it, but we'll see. I don't we'll think see. you will love it. I think you'll hate it. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. This is uh, an extremely long, holy crap, three hours, 45 minutes of uh, episode 18, our AVX wrap up. Originally, we thought it was going to be issues 1 to 12, but then Paul surprised us. The long box. We went through 70 issues or so. Holy crap. The whole King Caboodle. The whole King Caboodle. Well, if you average the last, uh, what, three hours, 45 minutes over that time, it actually isn't that many. uh, minutes per issue anyways thank you for uh, joining <laughs> us uh, if you have any comments or uh, anything you would like to send us you can do so at uh, comic shenanigans at gmail.com you can also like us on Facebook as we now have a Facebook page there thanks again for joining us I've been here with uh, with uh, Nathan Strzok and Paul Scores thank you for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time bye